Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number nine, uh, and my name is Henry. This is Brayden. Chloe. And today we're going to be reviewing uh, Catherine Bigelow's Detroit, and then we're also going to be doing a review of her uh, one of her other action films from 1991, Point Break. And so it's going to be a good show. And we also have some a few trailers to talk about, some listener questions, and bunch of other stuff so it's gonna be super fun and uh yeah how are y'all doing today by the way good <laughs> pretty pretty good little little phlegmy had a little milk with my egg <laughs> but not enough milk right not there. enough milk i could have used more milk but you know <laughs> do you go very, very stingy with the milk at the, at the mcdonald's brain so. do you go two percent do you go skim whole uh chocolate <laughs> i i'll take it any way i can i'm not picky about my milk cool. I just go almond. That's if I'm drinking milk. I just drink (laughs) almond milk. I like the flavor better. (laughs) What else do you do with milk? You put it on cereal. You put it in coffee. I'm a cereal head, so I'm always drinking milk. But there's an almond cashew milk that's like a protein one. Yeah. Has Tim grams of protein every serving. There you go. Yeah, it's delicious. Trying to get a sponsor? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't remember the the name of a cashew or something. (laughs) all, All... Something. Yeah. I'm in my recycling. I'll go look in a second. Okay. <laughs> it's a very, very, apparently, it's a pressing enough issue that we have to check I think recycling. So. Listeners probably are wondering. So. I think so. Yeah. And Chloe, how about you? I'm okay. I'm house sitting and I've house sat there a bunch. It's the woman I work for's house slash like pottery and art studio or whatever. But she has like a new tenant living there and he's super weird. How so? I really hope he's not listening. I feel like he's not, but... He may be listening. Super weird good or super weird bad? No. I was like, because I've never met him before, because he's staying in the room that I usually stay in. I'm staying in their bedroom now. Right. But I was like, well, we'll either fall in love or I'll get murdered. But it's neither, so... What's the um, percentage-wise? 60% chance murder, 40 40 marriage? The, the likelihood is that I'd murder him because he's really annoying. Okay. Oh, there's a third. Third. You know, yeah. this is fun. This, this sounds like this sounds like the setup for a film, actually. Mm. Yeah. House sitting for somebody, weird new tenant. That's true. Because I mean, there's weird good where he's, he's you know, not even weird. He's just annoying. Where he's doing you know Zen meditation in the bathroom. Then there's yeah. weird bad where he's wearing a tinfoil hat and he didn't know that he's skinning squirrels in the. <laughs> You know. No, he's been living there for three weeks, and he didn't know that they had a cat. And he's like, hey. he came downstairs. I was with my friends. He came downstairs. He's like, uh, Chloe, I don't know if this is okay, but there's a cat on the counter. And I was like, <laughs> like eating his food. And he's like, the ca- is, they have a cat. And I said, yeah, there's a cat. <laughs> describe, describe the man. Daniel. If that's his, his name. name. Well, his name is Danny. Okay. Well, Just uh, yeah. Describe Danny. Oh, uh, the third. Something <laughs> the third. He has really round Harry Potter glasses. Oh, nice. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> but not in a cool way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not weird good, though. Yeah. And, uh, um, well, not intentionally, because obviously I brought up Harry Potter, and he was like, those movies are for kids. Oh, jeez. I did, oh, no, we're oh, done. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we're done. How old is this guy? He's... He's probably like twenty six. He needs to lighten up. I enjoy the Harry Potter. Yeah, mine too, man. I'm yeah. much older than him, and you know. Yeah. 
He wants to be a private school headmaster. Oh, God. Oh, then it should be perfect for him. <laughs> he wants to be a private school headmaster. Just go watch yeah, Dumbledore. He's only ever been to private. He was telling me that UNC, he was like, yeah, I'm not used to this. I've only ever been to private school. I was like, oh, okay, well, UNC, you know, it's great. It's fun. And he's like, yeah. What a I, hack. I know. And then I told him my dad, like, studied at Harvard, and he said, ugh. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> he, said, he said, Harvard's where you go if you want to get all A's. And I said, Okay. Where are you from? <laughs> what is with this guy? I know, he's yeah. weird. He seems weird. weird. Anyway. Huh. Yeah. That's about it, probably. He doesn't know uh, how to use his computer at all, even though he's graduated college, which is really <laughs> suspicious. How, how is he 26 and not able to use a computer? I don't know. <laughs> Last night, he, he woke me up at like 1230, and he was like... Clint, can you please help me? He like didn't know how to. He didn't know what Google Docs were. He didn't know how to print stuff. And anyway, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, oh my god. And I came in. So we, I saw Detroit last night, right? Uh-huh. And I was really upset about it because all the stuff that's like actually or that's still going on and everything. Right. And I was like bawling and I was on the phone. And I was like, and he was looking. <laughs> I walked in and he was just staring at me. <laughs> like he was. I walked in through the doorway and I guess he was just there doing something. And he just saw like the tears and he was just staring at me, like terrified. Like his girl's crying or scary. Huh. It uh, is terrifying. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, no, I'm okay. I just saw a really sad movie. He said, is it your boyfriend? And I said, no, oh I saw God. a really sad movie. I saw Daniel. Really sad movie. <laughs> Daniel. 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 <laughs> With your glasses. Yeah. Huh. So there you go. I'd say there's. I'd say the murder is more likely. Yeah. Seems, I'm, he guy seems like a weirdo. I'm quite worried he's gonna it's irrational, no offense. I know we're super popular and mm-hmm. he doesn't but he doesn't even know how to use a computer, so I doubt he's gonna listen to this. But Which I one is the toolbar? <laughs> <laughs> but I have what an irrational fear. <laughs> I have an irrational fear that he's gonna listen to this. You're nice, you're a nice person. You just need to get over yourself. Yeah. Anyway, there's nothing wrong with public school. No. No. I'm here. I made it. Yeah, me too. And you went to a crap one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Your school was awful. No, like my school. You're a moron. Like my school was bad, but we made fun of his school for being terrible. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, we made fun of the Cedar Ridge people for being pretentious. Which is sad, because we're hillbillies, too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, or Yeah. <laughs> I grew up in Chapel Hill. Went to all Chapel Hill schools. Yeah, you fancy. You fancy. Yeah, I'm, I am fancy. Wait, what well, elementary boy. school did you go to? I'm a fancy boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carborough Elementary School. Oh, just kidding. And I, I went to the high school before it split. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So that, that, that definitely ages me there. That puts me into a very clear age category. I am old. <laughs> I am old. I am old. <laughs> I feel old. I always ask kids how old they think I am, like at camp and after school and stuff, because it's fun. And there's one boy named Shu, the boy who gave me the eggplant, and he said, girls don't have ages, you don't ask because they don't have ages. And I said, good answer, Shu. Everybody else thinks I'm like 60. What? Nice. How old are these kids, like three? No. <laughs> the- You're old. You're like eight. Yeah, <laughs> but you would think I, I either get 14 or 60. The that's little, a very, that's a wide margin. Yeah, the littler kids think I'm margin. 60. The kids, like, I coach a boys' soccer team, and they're, like, 10, 11, and they all thought I was 16. 
I said, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. Why not? Very strange. It's not 60, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, We're all just avoiding talking about the sad movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was watching I was watching it last night and just thinking to myself, this is gonna be a difficult discussion. Yeah, me too. Like, Especially with everything that's happened. Uh, well yeah, yeah, I mean everything that's happened. Yeah. Well, I mean all of the all of the, 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 the police issues that have been going on recently yeah. and more even more recently <clears throat> the whole spate of uh <clears throat> Well, I mean, what was it? Charlottesville was just, what, yeah. three days away now? Yeah. Yeah. And then... Did y'all see that photograph of the black cop? Yes, uh, I did. He was... This black police officer was guarding... Was having to guard the white supremacist. Oh, really? Because that was yeah. his... It's his job. Yeah. And so it's this it photo of him funny. standing in front of the people as they're rioting yeah. with, like, white supremacist I, signs. I applaud his professionalism. Yeah. But that couldn't have been easy for him. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, Not to then, mention... Oh, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say here in Durham, <clears throat> apparently it's getting some national press Yeah, now it has been. They, they took this, the statue down. Yeah, mm -hmm. protesters took down the statue. And she got arrested. And yeah. And none of the people who beat up anyone got arrested. Which, yeah, well, that's... madness. That is madness. I think I... You know, to quote Donald Trump, there's blame on both sides. Oh, Trump yeah. is a nut job. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, don't even give me <laughs> like that, that. That asshole that was in uh, our that my coffee shop the other day. You know, oh what I'm telling you about? yeah. yeah. Ugh. I don't even want to get into. Get that. out of my coffee shop. I know. I'm, I, you, well, I was livid, but yeah. I mean, it, it, and I he came in the next day, but not wearing it. Not in. Not anything. in in that attire, just, but different. It was yeah. still. You know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of defacing property, but uh, you know, if other people are involved in violence in the crowd, they need to be held accountable for that. So. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. In, speaking of violence. <laughs> Detroit. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, uh, one thing I do want to mention uh, before we start. So Still trying to figure out. Hopefully, we can do it by the end of the month. But we, I think, the Steven Soderbergh special monthly show is probably gonna happen one way or the other, and it's gonna be available through Bandcamp, and it's gonna be on our website. You can just access it through there, where you can just pay a minimum donation of a dollar and download it. And so it's all gonna be about Steven Soderbergh because of Logan Lucky coming out this week, which looks fantastic. Can't, can't wait. <laughs> Uh, but I think the movies that we're going to be doing are Out of Sight, Traffic, The Informant, Contagion, and then maybe Magic Mike. I'm not rewatching three of those five. <laughs> <laughs> Which three? Or wait, should we should we say? Or should you say? Should you keep it a secret? I'll keep it a secret. All right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now I have to wait. Yeah. Um. Or or you know, but that's probably the lineup. But we'll figure it out. It's we're it's gonna be on the website hopefully by the end of the month but we'll we'll keep you updated so, and, all right uh well with all the, all that chatter done, let's uh, jump into our review of Detroit it's gonna be a big one, and we've got a clip so let's take a listen. Hey fellas, Melvin Desmukes, I'm with United Security I'm going to that grocery store across the street, I come bearing gifts. Oh, thank you. That's nice boys. Hey, all things considered, this is pretty good. Thank you. I don't have my usual appliances. 
I ain't got any sugar. Don't push your man. So, uh, Detroit is directed by Catherine Bigelow, stars John Boyega, Will Poulter, Algie Smith, and Anthony Mackie. It's maybe it's a couple others. And Gilly from Game of Thrones. Right. <laughs> and the IMDb plot synopsis is, amidst the chaos of the Detroit Rebellion with the city under curfew and as the Michigan National Guard patrolled the streets, three young African-American men were murdered at the Jow's Algiers Motel. So, what did y'all think of Detroit? <laughs> no, it was an excellent movie. It was, it's an excellent film. It's just... Heart-wrenching. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, so, it's so emotionally distressing mm-hmm. that, I mean, watching it is, 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 you know, you kind of... This is one of the few films that I would say... Well, everybody should go watch it in the theater, but one yes. of the films that I, I would say... If you can watch it at home, do that because you can pause the film, get up, go take a break, breathe. I think that take away from it. Maybe. Probably. Probably, but I mean, for me at least, I was just, I was. A bunch of people in my theater were doing that. They like got up and left a bunch of. Oh really? I only had a couple people in my theater, so. Well, I was in I was in the theater for like fifteen people. It was a small. Oh really? Yeah. I was by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Again. I was by myself. Is it? It's like a gift curse thing, Brayden. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't. It, maybe I. I emit pheromones, <laughs> and the people can smell me coming, and they they flee. Yeah. It's yeah. like the longer like, oh, hordes. Brayden's or something. coming. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I mean it was. It's so so distressing um, that I I stayed and watched. I, I admit I had to leave just a touch early because stuff but <laughs> I mean it was stop guys it was it was it was remarkably distressing film and I mean if I could have gotten up and just just breathed a little bit mm-hmm. you know and <clears> sort of <throat> oh, man it was yeah. it was a it was a rough film but it's absolutely brilliant and I think it's it's perhaps the most timely and topical of mm. of her films yeah I mean because so. It is, I was thinking when I was leaving, I mean, it is timely, but then I think after the Charlottesville stuff, it's even more timely. Yeah, it's you crazy. Know? Yeah. It's so appropriate. So, it's kind of like when she was doing, before she did Zero Dark Thirty, Mark Bull, the screenwriter who did Detroit, yeah. the, that one, and then Hurt Locker, they were planning a movie about searching for Bin Laden, and then Bin Laden just happened to be killed. And so they're, they're clearly... Um, Catherine Bigelow's up. There's a conspiracy theory here. <laughs> yeah, she's... Just blame Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> yeah. She knows something. Yeah. <laughs> she's like she an knows oracle. Something the rest of us don't. <laughs> she's an oracle. Yeah. And... Uh, Chloe, how about you? I thought it was... Yeah, it was a great movie. She's not my favorite director, mm-hmm. but I think he's a great writer, which is more important to the story. Mm-hmm. But they did a really good... I don't know if it was... Just because I was in a really small theater, but it, I felt really claustrophobic. Um, claustrophobic, yeah, the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also just because it's a really good movie. Yeah, I was just, I was done though the whole like five <laughs> minutes in, oh, just bawling, like couldn't stop. Yeah. Were you crying was... during Dunkirk when I saw it with you, or did you cry during Dunkirk? I don't remember. I I, I didn't hear tears coming. I tear. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, if you don't know. During Dunkirk. Yeah, I teared I mean, up. It's an intense film, I but I didn't I think it was. I teared up like once. At a weird time, too. I can't remember what it was. I teared up once, but this was different. This was like yeah. more than I've cried in my like life. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I thought the movie was pretty good as well. I think that the middle section, so there's, the movie is quite long. It's like two and a half hours, but there's this middle scene that's basically just one scene that takes place at the Algiers Motel where all this this tragedy took place. And mm-hmm. you would think that I was worried that, okay, so are they just going to drag this thing yeah. out? But it's really, really well paced. And it it's, was. It's I didn't brutal get... to watch, but. It is. I mean, that's the thing is, is it takes up a fair portion of time. Mm-hmm. It's it's quite a long <clears throat> scene, but I mean, the whole time it's it's so intense. Yeah. It doesn't feel as though it's it's dragging. Yeah. Yeah. Other parts, like I thought the the the, the introduction of the film and the setup of the story leading up to it could have used maybe a bit I, of editing. I agree. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about but, that beginning bit. That was weird. Yeah. So I mean, the, the, yeah. Yeah. It's like there's a thirty or forty minute setup where you're seeing the kind of the big riots taking place and it's setting up all the different characters and I thought that was a little kind of muddled and unfocused and not I think it might have been intentional though in what way that it was muddled and unfocused and well, then you oh, kind of they kind of picked out these few things oh yeah I mean I I understand that they're showing the chaos but just in terms of the direction I felt it was just why should we be like why are we following these people and why are we seeing these certain sections and it just felt and then I had the same issue with the ending. It just felt like it was didn't go on too long, but just right. followed characters who, I guess we were supposed to be caring about, or or following, but then it would jump to someone else, and it wouldn't f- finish. Right. Like the scene with the interrogation at the end mm. with John Boyega. That was the best scene in the movie. Yeah, it's me. so. I mean, he's there's such a scene. A actor. Yeah, uh, in the it's in the trailer where he's being interrogated about the event by two white uh, detectives. And it's all about showing the how someone of power can completely fuck up a situation yeah. and sway uh, the the viewpoint of alternative facts. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, very relevant now, obviously. And uh, but some of that, and then everything with the uh, the two main, or I guess the main singer from the dramatics. Mm. That whole section was just a little, again, just muddled and and. And also the court scene. I thought that was very strange. The court scene was weird. Also, well, I will say it because it'll help other people. I was thrown out. The only time I was thrown out of the movie was when Jim from the, when John Credence Oh, yeah. Out. I said, what the heck? This is so unnecessary. Yeah, so John Don't Cr- take me out of this movie. You know what I mean? When famous yeah. people just randomly pop up for two seconds? Yeah. Get over yourself. Yeah. And no. so, uh, so most of the actors in this are relatively... Not like huge I think actors. It's half and half. Well, huge, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, John Boyega was in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Anthony but... Mackie's pretty famous. Oh, true. Yeah, but he, yeah. he has such a Jack Rayner's famous. Yeah. The... And what's his name's pretty? I keep forgetting. His Will Poulter. Will Poulter. I, I did I'm not, gonna try. I did to... not like him. I'm gonna. Try... What do you mean, though? I thought he just he did not fit. So he Will Poulter plays the main cop who's kind of controlling all of the. I want to know if he was actually that young, because that's the one thing that threw me off. Was like, why is this person is the youngest one in the room? Yeah, that was sort of weird. Because I thought he was just a beat cop too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. maybe I don't know. Maybe it's because he's so terrified. That's the yeah. thing about this movie. It really—it's like we were talking about when I was 
Sorry. When I was watching the movie, I was thinking about our conversation last week, and I was like, does this qualify as a horror film? I, I mean, the middle section I'm is terrified. almost... Well, like, at least tonally. And <laughs> who, who is Will Poulter? He's the he, guy from We Are the Millers. The, the <laughs> With main, the eyebrows. The, the main cop. The, the young one who's... Yeah, no. I, eyebrows I know who boy. He he's playing, British. But I'm not familiar with his work. He's, I'm not. He's him. been... I've seen him in other stuff. Not just We Are the Millers. Like, I like him. He's a good... I think he's a good... Well... You, Henry hated him. Henry, yeah. Henry just made a face. Did, didn't hate him, but I just felt like... His persona, which is kind of this slender, um, kind of almost like a baby-faced guy, is trying to come off as very, very terrifying. Oh, in the Maze Runner movies. That's what it oh. was. And, and I just did not... And The Revenant. Not... Sorry, I'm done now. Oh, that's, that's the Brain one spasm. I know him from. Right. Yeah. And what? The Revenant. The Revenant. The Revenant. He was the young oh. guy who tagged along with Tom Hardy. Oh. Brayden oh, hasn't okay. even heard about... <laughs> Brayden, have you heard about the remake of The Revenant my sister and I made during the snow week? It's called the irreverent. The irreverent. Yeah. <laughs> it's Can't pretty good. Says I've heard that. Yeah. We should all watch it sometime. I'd be down. That can be one of your bonus. Yeah. Do <laughs> Don't need a, a dollar. And... Is there a Blu-ray? No. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Can't watch it. Not yeah. Blu-ray. It's like 45 minutes long. Anyway, that's sorry. quite the film. Will Poulter. I thought he was good. Henry didn't. I'm, yeah, so I just did not think he his persona fit how terrifying he was I, trying to come off as to be, or... That's why he was so scared of me, though. Well, I, I, I think... Or it was more... I, more, I had an issue with the performance rather than the character. I was fine mm. with the, the idea of the character being this young guy mm-hmm. having complete control over these innocent people, and as well as other cops, but just in terms of his performance, I did not like him I very much. I thought he was really? good. I thought he was good. I thought he was very good. Um, his physicality was not particularly intimidating, but I guess that's part of the whole thing. Is his, that, yeah. He had such a magnetic personality yeah, exactly. that within this chaotic situation, mm-hmm. uh, everybody sort of defaulted to him because he seemed to sort of know what he was doing, exactly. which was mm-hmm. utterly despicable, but at least he was certain. Yeah. He had a mountain of certitude in, 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 with regard to right. what he was doing, and so everybody else just sort of fell into line behind and him. And I think that's right. very relatable, too. Like, this, obviously, it's not in this way a vast majority of the time thankfully but like in my experience like younger boys tend to take on this like alpha male machismo kind of earlier that they're supposed to know like they know exactly what's going on and everything Mm -hmm. like that so in that way i thought it was a good i liked his performance a lot i think it's interesting that at least like half of the main actors were from other countries yeah. I thought that was fascinating. Will yeah. Coulter, John Boyega, John Boyer, yeah. Jack Rayner. I'm trying to think of other ones, but a, a bunch of them were. I'm from... telling you that, you know, people from England or just the UK in general are taking over America. It's all that, that, that <laughs> British theatrical like, training. Like the Marvel the movies. Yes, because and... they're great. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I mean, like the, all the Marvel movies, half the actors are all English, yeah. you know? Like, the last two Spider-Men... Actors have both right. Yeah, that's true. You know? Andrew Garfield and Tom, Tom Hiddleston, Chris Hemsworth. Well, Chris Hemsworth is Australian. Yeah. Or, I mean, just oh, in foreign. terms of other countries, I should say foreign rather than. Brain's <laughs> <laughs> so bad on something yeah. like that. He's Australian. Uh, Australian from Sydney. Get it right? Yeah. He's my least favorite of the Hemsworth brothers. Really? I yes. thought there you were like only the two of them. I do like Liam. Yikes. <laughs> I know. Also, I like the other one. He was in um, Westworld. He was good. Mm. I need to see that. I've heard good things about that. I've seen the pilot. I've seen the pilot. It's quite good. What? It's 
know I can be like this a lot. Of TV but are you out guys there yeah. kidding me? Too much TV. And now, Westworld is so freaking oh, now, garbage. Now I have to go watch movies for this thing. Yeah. But, <laughs> Sorry, Brayden. There's barely, <laughs> there only like eight episodes of Westworld. It's so, you guys. I'm gonna watch it. It's coming out on 4K. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Watch it. It'll be on Blu-ray. Henry will see. No, it's, it's coming out on 4K. It's the first 4K. I don't know what that means. It's the, above Blu-ray, bro. Oh gosh. Yeah, it's amazing. I really don't need anything above DVD. No, you need it. I'm happy. I'm happy with DVD. I'm happy oh. with the free stuff I find on the internet. <laughs> wow. Like Point Break, I'd never seen it, so I had to watch it, and it kept pausing. But I said, I'm not gonna pay for it. Nice. <laughs> That's all. Okay, then. Yeah. This is uh, by no means an endorsement of going and watching free stuff on No, yeah, don't, don't do, do that. Oh, no, that's true. I did end up paying for it on Amazon because I felt guilty. I'm Good. not kidding. I do that a lot. Good for you. I rented it. Good. So I paid the $4. That's a, I, did, I did that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, YouTube, three bucks. Nice. Really? Yeah. Nice. YouTube. That's how I did High Noon as well. It's amazing. It's on Hulu. It's, well, then again, what is? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. No, YouTube. It's it's it's. it's... My dad's gonna get so mad at mentioning that I stream movies sometimes. Yeah, he's gonna. Dang. What is he a copyright attorney or? No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway. He's just gonna come shame. in with a subpoena for you one of these days. I know. You've got to appear on the stand. I've had so much See court dinner, stuff honey. lately. Here's your subpoena. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyhow, yeah, Detroit. Um, so I liked Will Poulter. Yeah. His 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 physicality just didn't seem to fit the. I thought the other guy. Then again, the other guy seemed like just a little greasy thug. Oh so, yeah, he's. I, I don't know who that. Him. Yeah, yeah, I didn't recognize and him either. That's I don't know. Kind of one thing I one thing I took issue with in the movie is I feel like particularly the cops. I feel like it's so broadly, it's such it's done in such broad strokes in terms of who's the villains, who's the heroes, like flat villains, flat heroes, kind mm. of mid, flat middle guy, and it's just like it's so. There's not much like I didn't get besides learning about this story, which I I didn't really know much about going in. I didn't really get what the point was, really, aside from I mean maybe not necessarily that, but. Uh, I mean, I I've seen I know about police brutality, et cetera, but it it just didn't seem to have as much commentary as I or new commentary as I hoped it would. I think that was the point: is that it was yeah. just, it just illustrative of 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 that historical episode, right? And, yeah, and which I which I liked. also puts you in the situation a lot more than almost any yeah. movie I've yeah. seen. Has oh, yeah, and I, I like that as well. So I'm not. I mean, obviously, there are uh, linkages to what's going on currently, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's the pertinent thing about mm-hmm. it. Is is we look, we watch this film, and everybody goes, "Oh, well, that was back in when was that? 1967? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was back in 1967. Yeah. I know we've moved beyond that it's now, crazy. and have we though? Yeah, mm-hmm. half yeah. half a century ago, and it's the same. It's, yeah, it's crazy. More of the same. And I mean, uh, unfortunately, all the episodes we're going through now are just yeah. indicative of the racial tensions that. Yeah. We're you know we're at the at the root we're we're the pith the germ from which this whole Detroit yeah. civil unrest which, came. Oh, yeah, I mean, which maybe it, I phrased it badly, but it's I mean I did like how it is immersive and how it did feel very relevant to what's going on. So I did really like that. Yeah. 
but I, I guess the more the main issue is just in terms of it's it is so broadly done that it just wasn't as interesting as I thought it could be. In in terms of characters, not necessarily. Story. Really, I thought they spent a lot of time on getting to know the characters. Oh no, uh, I mean it's character driven. I would say, but in terms of. Okay, they're good. They're you bad. You mean good, bad, luck. good, good, bad, middle. There's an, this. That's all it really. Well, that's really all there is. is in like good, bad, middle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing <laughs> I, is, I, is that, I mean, that was that was one of the things I took away from this is that there's blame to go around on all sides. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody is 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 absolutely innocent. Nobody is is uh, absolutely. Well, no, Some I can't say no good. people are yeah. absolutely evil. Uh the cops, the Will Poulter character, and his little, his one little lackey. Mm-hmm. The other guy, I think, uh, the 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 Jack Rayner character was yeah. just a moron. Yeah, and then, he was just a follower. He had no idea what was going on. But the uh, the other fellow, the actor has been O'Toole. I just looked him up. And the the third the third guy, the guy with the, the with the greasy hair, so like that's the big. I'd say that's that's probably the main one. It's just I he's such a flat. You he hear him say very little. Right. He does very little for the most part. He's just a, a almost a stereotypical like racist. And it's just well, that's that's the that's right. the point. Is yeah. he's he's I mean, if you if you listen to a lot of these guys who have been in these uh, white supremacist movements, they're there not because they're they're necessarily um, right. They're looking to follow. They don't subscribe to the cause. Yeah, they're yeah. just looking for some sort of social group in which they can belong. Exactly. That's and what that's, I'm thinking too. That's what that guy is. It's just it's a way for him to go around and be a thug and carry a gun and yeah. belong to some organization right. and beat the shit out of people and it's all perfectly legal. Well that's why I liked I think it was zooming in to see exactly how those things work. Like you see Will Poulter, so you have the one person who stirs everything up and makes mm-hmm. the mess because he's crazy. Like he's just crazy. Yeah. We know there were a lot of things in the movie you're like, what the heck? Like, this is even normal behavior. It's not just racist. He's a nut job. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, and then you have the people who are following him because like you say, he's kind of magnetic and they just kind of need to like, they just follow. Want to like, they yeah. just, because some people just are like that. They don't know what's going on. They like the feeling of power, whatever. And then you have, you can see how it works on the other side by the way the different people against the wall act, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the two girls just want to, they're, it was interesting the character dimensions with them. I don't want to get into it too much. So I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, but I was surprised with certain aspects. But so you see, like, there's the veteran who's experienced in survival and that kind of thing, and he just like and did, like John Boyega's like that too. They just kind of go under the radar because they yeah. want to stay alive. I liked Anthony Mackie a lot. I yeah, love Anthony Mackie. He's really good. In everything. He's yeah, so he's good. spectacular. And then you have the innocent ones who speak up and doesn't go so well all the time right and then because it's kind of violence against non-violence and you have mm-hmm. so it's just showing i think it just is like zooming in it's a really clear picture of how these kind of things end up manifesting on all sides even though you think they shouldn't because it's so it's just a small number of people yeah but yeah i mean i i did like how it shows how one stupid action can yeah. snowball yeah, you know, and sort of a car cascade. Yeah. Or, After or, just you know a, a a gunshot, then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. You know, and so I did, I did really like how it how it pro- progressed, and I did like again talking about how long the scene takes in terms of variety. Mm-hmm. Like there'd be scenes where they take people away, then they come back, then they their other forces would come. Like there's a scene where there's the 
group of officers who who you think are going to help. Oh, Mike. Was that, oh was my that horrible? God, it's, I was so mad. There's a scene, yeah, where they, Driving I mean, this isn't a spoiler. Oh, that's the state troopers. Driving yeah. Me yeah, the state troopers all roll up and then they say, they don't want to be involved in one this. One of them says, like, this is really bad. It's not a spoiler because you know what's happening. Yeah. They're like, this is, like, really bad. Something doesn't seem right. And then the guy in charge is like, oh, we're not going to get involved in this. Yeah, he's, he's... Like, well, yeah, one of them realizes it's a civil rights issue. He says yeah, this exactly. is a civil rights issue, yeah. and these guys are being unfairly persecuted. Yeah. We need to step in and do something. And then the guy who's in charge says that's exactly why we don't want to step in. But yeah. was, and it was because so, it's a whole hornet's nest, and they didn't want Exactly, to. and he was he understood, like, he agreed with him. He was like, oh, yeah, that sounds awful. But then yeah. we, we still aren't going to do anything because yeah. we don't want our people to yeah. get that's prosecuted. I think know? this movie, I really, really think the writing was... Top, top notch. Yeah. yeah, I really do. The yeah. directions, like, like I said, she's not super my favorite. Uh, yeah. I hate all the shaky cam stuff. I think it's. I, th- I think the 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 middle section is definitely the most well directed, but I think again, yeah. the opening Focus. and ending yeah. are not that well put together. No, but I think editing. they're well written still. Oh yeah, like, like, um, the guy from I hate to say I don't know what else it's been. The guy from Everybody Loves Chris. You know the guy who's running. Oh, I don't. I don't watch that show. Uh, I used to watch that show with my mom every every night. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. <laughs> anyway, I like the Everybody guy, Loves Raymond. I oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> Everybody Loves Raymond. Deborah. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> I just started thinking the, about the guy from Everybody. Loves Chris. Did you know that the... um You've got me off now. Did you know that the set... Have you seen the Carmichael show? Mm-mm. No. Okay, well, there's a show called the Carmichael show, and it's really good. And it's kind of agrees with it. The first... Like, the second episode is talking about the... Um... Charlotte... The Black Lives Matter in Charlotte a while ago. Charlotte, Charlottesville? No. Oh, oh, Charlotte, oh, 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 Interesting. That's interesting. Fun yeah. fact. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the more yeah, you know. We should. Yeah. So, like I had said, Mark Bowl, who is the screenwriter for the last three films with Bigelow, he was a journalist, yeah. or maybe he still is, and to some degree. But for Hurt Locker, he uh, actually was embedded with a bomb squad unit, and then I'm not. I'm sure he did plenty of research yeah. for Zero Dark Thirty as well. But he. So he's clearly. Dedicated. Dedicated and loves detail, which is something I love. And so there's a I lot of detail in his writing. I have read a lot of stuff about The Hunt for Bin Laden and the amount of Yeah, I have as well. Yeah. That was in that film was just astounding. I yeah. mean, it was so well-researched. Mm-hmm. So well-researched. And I, a lot of the events, like the, 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 the bombing at the CIA facility in the mm-hmm. middle of the film, that was, that was an actual event yeah, that yeah. happened. And so it's just, I mean, the the amount of, and that's why I think I like her film so much, is because, uh, well, Mark Bull and the writing and the research that he mm-hmm. puts into it. Because I, I mean, I love the, I think it's very interesting in terms of the Al-Qaeda dynamics with the U.S. and everything about bin Laden, and, and as well as the Iraq war is very interesting to me. And so I've done a lot of reading, and so I know... It seems very, although the Hurt Locker, of course, the action is kind of ridiculous in terms of what the character does. But in terms of detail of how characters are portrayed and how they yeah. act is very interesting. And same thing for Detroit, too. So, Although I know uh, not nearly as much about Detroit as 
yeah. capacity films. Well, I would imagine this is probably the most difficult film to research because of, of chronologically well, the, how far removed we are from the actual events. The, um, the woman played by... <laughs> I don't remember her name. From The woman played by Gilly from Game of Thrones. The, the one with the darker hair, whatever, she was on set every day. Basically, one of the two women in the motel was on set every day. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And um, I think they talked to the person John Boyega plays, and the guy, the singer, they talked to him a bunch. Hmm. And I think he sang. He sang with the guy playing him for the song oh, that really? they play at the credits. Hannah, yeah. Hannah Murray. She played Julie, the Hannah dark Murray. hair, the brunette. Yes, she's okay. also British. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I, yeah, so, I mean, I do really like the writing, and I think, I mean, if every once in a while, and there's, not in this film, I guess, but in maybe her past two, there's a little bit of clunky dialogue at times, but I yeah. think he's still one of the most interesting writers working, or screenwriters working today, and I think Detroit is definitely a good example. He reminds me of Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. The next Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Speaking of which, but that's later. Yeah. Huh? Soon to come. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'd re- the script is great. Uh, all the performances are fan- fantastic, aside from Poulter. Yeah. Uh, I liked Will Poulter. I, I thought know. he did a great job. I thought he was good. Again, his physicality was a little at odds, but I guess that's that's part of the whole yeah. spooky thing about yeah. it. Is, and maybe when I rewatch it, maybe I'll, also, I'll keep that in mind and maybe I'll look yeah. it more. It's know? also interesting. Like, ensemble pieces are huge now. Like, mm-hmm. the note, like Dunkirk, like the not there's no main character or whatever. Uh-huh. And I think this was the same way, but it worked really well. Like, they just showed each different person's personalities. Yeah, and how they... but the thing is then, what's confusing is then you get the extended end with the main singer guy. Yeah. You know? It's like, here, we're ha- we'll ha- take this broad scope. Well, and then well it also we'll started take... with him, though. The yeah. interesting thing about it is, is given, given what happened to him, and I guess his 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 sort of racial anxieties that were left yeah. over. The interesting thing about that is is that um, he had suffered so much at the hands of Will Poulter and his little goon squad, all of whom were obviously white. Uh, and but the cop that found him yeah, that was another that's another thing I really appreciated about the movie was yeah, and and so I appreciated that it wasn't just you yeah. mentioned broad strokes earlier, and, and in some senses there are, but. But again, uh, it seemed as though people are people. Exactly. Fallible, and and he took off his helmet. Good and, he and bad said, white people, you know, you yeah. have black people who, who made some poor choices, and then others who, uh, the, the, I thought it was really heart wrenching. Uh, the one young black man who was there with the singer. Oh, God. And that's he was what I'm the most about. forthright, exactly. upstanding. And he, he didn't, he he didn't want to lie about this. And he said, yeah. mm-hmm. there is the, I see the dead guy on the floor. I can't lie about this. This is what has happened. And he's killed because of it. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. He's the guy I was really with the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's kind of the yeah, the one you relate to the most, probably. Yeah. Or at least well, he's, he's, feel for the most. He feel for the most. He's he, what they he, set him up as the innocent, naive yeah. one. Well, he's what everybody wants to be. Yeah. He's what it, because yeah. he's so, he's so. Good. Good. He's so pure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I agree. I like that too. A lot of movies, it makes me mad. And this goes through lots of things. Like feminist movies, all men are evil. I hate that. 
Right? That's what I didn't like about Ghostbusters, actually. All men, the remake, all men are either stupid or evil. And what, which remake? Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Like, that kind of thing. So it goes through, like, a wide spectrum of minorities and blah, blah, blah. But in this movie, like you said, like, people are just people. Like, there are yeah. good white people and bad white people. There are good black people and bad black people. And it's just the way it is. And I like the... Yeah. I think this movie did a better job of that because it made it more realistic. You just see the... Every side. You see where everybody's coming from. Well, unless you're a nutcase. I didn't yeah. see where he was coming from. But <laughs> you see yeah, where almost that's... everybody's coming from. And like he said, they talk about... There's like PTSD. Like they're dealing with the, the people who live after deal with PTSD. And like they say like they're scared of the cops more than they're scared of white people. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a an issue that... I guess came from this when the movie came out. I, I, I guess there's plenty, some people upset about it. Do you all have an issue with um, a white filmmaker telling a black story like this? No. <laughs> no, I think if the story is told well, and I think yeah, you know, I think this story. Yeah, I mean, is told I, I don't well. have that an issue either. But there's... that statement, almost in and of itself, kind of I think is self like defeats the purpose. Yeah. Like, the point yeah. is that we're all just people, and empathy is vital. And blah blah blah. I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with. I think. Yeah, I, mean, I think for the most part, it's not. I you know I do agree that you know okay there should be a lot more opportunities for black writers, black directors, uh, black actors, um, or any ethnicity. Yeah. You know, doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be black, but but I think any 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 ethnicity. That being said. Why should one person's story only be sort of uh, specific to their? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, frankly, it's, know, a te- I, it's a story of like morality. So yeah. I don't see why, it's, and it's not like there weren't. I didn't hear much about that. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Like I, it's not like. Yeah. And I, I mean, I remember reading. Also, they um, decided to develop the story. It's not like they were given the. This isn't like old Hollywood. Like they were like, you're gonna go write a movie about boats and somebody else is going to direct this movie about boats and then we're all done. Yeah. Like, they chose to develop the story and spend years on it and blah, blah, blah and there's nothing. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, it was... Yeah, I, mean, I saw a few news stories, but there's also on... The, I can't remember his name, but uh, one of the reviewers on Roger Ebert's movies, he really enjoyed the movie, but he, he took issue with uh, a white person portraying or showing this story or showing a black story. And so it's well, it's clearly... I think at least some people are being affected by it in one way or the other. I mean, I, I think that Catherine Bigelow did a very... I mean, just a good a good a job as any, really. But do you think it would have been more interesting if, like, well, Spike Lee had directed it? or, or? Uh, I, think, I think other directors would have had, you know, very different takes on it. Mm-hmm. And I think what Catherine Bigelow did was, again, working with Mark Bowl brought... A lot of well-researched, well-thought-out, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and incredibly nuanced uh, writing and direction to it. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the thing about Detroit is, like, I don't, you know, if Catherine, if if it was Twelve Years a Slave directed by Catherine Bigelow, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see that. It's Steve McQueen. I that's a Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. McQueen. Yeah, we were talking about that. Before. <laughs> you have to watch <laughs> Hunger. No, she's seen, seen it. About You've seen it. Oh, it's Sh- so Shame. remarkable. Shame is my favorite, though. 
I haven't seen it's Shannon. Fantastic. You haven't seen it? Really? It's so good. Man, oh man. Twelve Years a Slave is my favorite out of the three. It's ooh, that's rough. Yeah. I couldn't I mean rough. that's even rougher than this. Uh, probably. Oh, oh. I don't know, man. This touched me more. No. Like, that, like the whipping scenes and all that. Well, that's the thing is I, I I was yeah. working in the lobby at the Chelsea for the five, four, five, six weeks that we had twelve years a slave mm. and it was you know, two and a half hours sitting in the lobby and every 10, 15 minutes hearing the hearing a whipping. <laughs> That's my impression. Oh, it was it was it was painful. Yeah. It was painful. Yeah. I mean the film was was oh I mean it was it was an important story to be told, but yeah, Oh, I brutal. just I still I still feel dirty even just talking, but even just <sighs> thinking about it. Um Yeah. But um I mean, I, a film like that, a film dealing directly with, with slavery, I think it would have been difficult for a, a white director to, to deal with that. But with Detroit, because it's a civil rights issue, and yes, race is, 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 is the key factor in that, but again, it's, it's more recent in everybody's memory. It's, it's, it's uh, again, there are... Uh, it's a civil rights issue rather than necessarily just a, a, like a slavery memory, mm. um, which is something that, that it's, I mean, it's dealing with both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Blacks and whites and, or, and everyone just I'm trying to think involved, of how you know? to articulate this without sounding like a complete asshole. <laughs> That's the, yeah. that's the difficult part. But I think, I think Detroit, again, uh, it is a story that could be told uh, by a white director. And, um, and I think Catherine Bigelow did a really spectacular job with it. And I think, you know, again, the fact that, that she addresses the, the complexity, the nuance of everybody regardless of, of race. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I think it's, uh, by the same token, I think it's important that there are directors, you know, white directors who are willing to take on these stories um, and show, it shows sort of the universal impact of these things. Yeah, it's not, exactly. It's That's, not strictly, yeah, exactly. This, is, this is a problem for all of us. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Particularly so, now. Particularly now. Yeah. 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 It's... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, if you want to go see an intense movie, this is definitely one of the more intense ones of the year, for sure. Not, yeah. I mean, not necessarily a good way. I mean, it's yeah. it's very hard to watch, and so be be warned if you, but it's it's definitely worth it's watching. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, definitely it's, worth watching it in one way or the other. I would say it's a must-see. Yeah. It's an yeah. absolute must-see. I mean, it's... And it's not just because of the subject, like the pertinence of the subject matter. It's also just a really it's good It's a movie. really, mm-hmm. really well-made film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's... Thank you. I was just going to say that exactly. Is, uh, well, good thing I cut you off then. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's, it's... The subject matter is incredibly important, and it is a really, really well-made film. Mm-hmm. So it's it's worth watching on all fronts. Yeah. For all reasons. I did really like that, this, that first scene in the Algiers Motel with the, the gun... You know, and it's mm. yeah. You, where you th- you think one oh, thing is gonna Oh, that guy was my favorite. The guy with the green jacket. I'm so I'll look him up. Oh yeah. I thought he was great. Oh yeah, but you think one thing's gonna happen, and it's the opposite. And mm. 
that's and then it all starts kind of from there you know yeah it's the whole thing is just it's just a weird weird situation mm-hmm. and it's a joke that gets out of hand yeah and i don't know i mean it's it's so unsettling the whole thing is just so unsettling yeah so but uh brilliant brilliant film yeah hmm. um i'm trying to think if there's much else okay i mean because i'm like a week removed from it at least now i saw it yesterday you saw it yesterday Braden? yeah yeah i think i, oh, I saw God. it <laughs> literally cried during the movie and then had a genuine i had to wait to drive i had like a panic attack <laughs> after <laughs> the movie yeah yeah because all the stuff that's yeah i mean yeah, i'm pretty sure I'm i was hot now <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i was when i was driving i was shaking a little bit yeah. you know it's gosh it's definitely very intense oh, it's, it's really really intense it's a really really rough film yeah but one thing i was curious about the little animated vignette. The little That's what I meant when I said the beginning. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't like that much. I said, what the heck is this? I wasn't quite sure what to make. I mean, I understood it is sort of the little history lesson about how the the, the demography of inner city. Yeah, which I, I'm okay with, but just visually, I did not like it It might be much. something, it might be a, I don't know. I might just not be educated enough to understand why they put it in. Yeah, it, it just felt a little unnecessary, particularly the visual style of it. Well, I thought, see, it's interesting because I think, uh, I could be wrong, I should check this just to verify, but I think the artist that did that is a well-known black artist uh, who did all of the, the animated vignettes at the beginning of the film, but um, it was strange, it was a bit jarring to see a very condensed version of uh, the history of American cities. Mm-hmm. Because that's what it was essentially. It was it was how the demography of of inner cities, these large uh, inner city sort of urban areas, became predominantly black. And it's important, but at the same time, the, a little five minute animated vignette yeah. to convey that seems a uh, bit. I thought it was kind of interesting because when I was watching it. I was like, oh, this is, like, what they showed us in, like, elementary school about. Yeah. Obviously less extreme or traumatic things. But, like, Mm. I was like, well, the taglines, it's time you knew. So they're, like, strapping you in for a history lesson. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. This is the kind of thing I would show in my class if I was like a high school history teacher, and then I'd probably get fired. But I'd still show <laughs> Kids it for would be sure. so horrified, but yeah. Yeah, I'd still show it. Detroit. Yeah. Really. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely would be a good one to to show. I showed a couple of classes, Hotel Rwanda. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I I saw that in class. Yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. Man. I, I showed them Doctor Strangelove too, which is still yeah. We watched that in my yeah. history class. Nice. That obviously is not nearly as controversial, yeah. heart wrenching as Detroit. You, did you watch Fury Road? Did you show Fury Road in class? <laughs> no. <laughs> you should. That's the that's no. the film to watch. Just watch Mad Max. Just watch Mad Max. Fury Road. Yeah. Well, if I were if I were, <laughs> if I were teaching a feminist issues course, perhaps, uh, but uh, yeah. Darn. No, I wasn't teaching feminist. Darn. Theory. So. Well, there's always <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, uh, any other thoughts about Detroit, y'all? No. 
go watch it. As an American, everybody has as an obligation. As a human being. Yeah. As a human being, everybody has an obligation. It, it's yeah, weird. It's been getting so little press. And yeah, it's, Financially, it's not doing well. well like I said, see. it's in the smallest. It was in the small. You know how they have those teeny three little theaters? Yeah. It was in one of those the whole time. Yeah. Because you want to know why? You want to know my take on this? And this sure. is what I kind of wanted to, to discuss. And this has been... <laughs> He was trying to hold back, but it didn't work. Well, generally the critics, I think, have have, uh, liked this, but it hasn't gotten the glowing praise that, say, Hurt Locker or Zero Dark Thirty did. And I'll tell you why. Because it's not patriotic. Because it's not patriotic. Mm -hmm. It is very dour, and so it's like, it's basically the opposite, really, you know. Hurt Locker was not necessarily patriotic, but it's it's not as immediate... Should people, we say? Well, it is interesting. As Detroit. People, people go to movies to, like, escape or whatever, right? But yeah. the point, or at least I think, which is one of the reasons I don't love, um, like, slasher movies and stuff. I think films are supposed to be made to, because you're communicating to all these people across the world. And I think they're supposed to mean something. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, but it's hard for people, I guess. But that's why, it's, that's why I said I'd show it in school, because I think people yeah. probably... Not to condemn people or anything like that, but I feel like a large majority of the people who would go see us in theaters are not super the ones who need to watch it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The people that are that it would have the most impact on. Yeah, are exactly. Not the who would I mean, I'd say especially into. now. I don't think you could find anyone who would, after Charlottesville, say, "Hey, you want to go see this movie called Detroit?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's I just know. Like, oh my god, my best friend Allie had no idea what it was about, and I tried to, really? warn, I tried to warn her. I was like, "So you have to see this movie for my, because she's just here for the week, and so, she, we, my other best friend Kaylee and I, we we're all going to go see a movie, and my best friend Kaylee is very, active in this kind of thing, mm-hmm. and she's very, religious and anything." That hurts people. She's very outwardly against. Yeah. And Allie is too, but she's also, like, she worked at Disney for, like, a year for through school. She's very, like, happy and poppy and everything. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I'll go along. And then she's like, John Boyega, like, from Star Wars? Oh, I was good. like, I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> so it turns out. So she's a little more sheltered. She, she has a, she was not expecting what she done yeah. got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a that's a bit of cold water. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Are you sure you want to see?" And she's like, "Yeah, of course." And I was like, "Okay." Okay. All right. You're Let's go. I think I think that's what it is though. Is 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 this film forces Americans to really take a look at how yeah. far have we come mm-hmm. with regard to these things? Because I mean, yeah, a year, two years ago, and. I can't even remember all the incidents of all the... There's been a lot. There's been a lot. Yeah. A like lot. the... What's the one? Um, was it in Michigan? Or well, there, yeah, there was the one that was in Flint, the, Michigan. That's I think that's what I'm thinking of. Or not... I'm sorry. Flint was where the... Flint's um, got all kinds of problems. It wasn't Michigan. Wasn't, it wasn't... Flint, Michigan was where the water so pipes right. were poisoned, lead poisoning, I think, something uh-huh. like that. Uh, so there still was is. toxic water, still but it was still, still going on. <laughs> where was it? Missouri. That's I think that's the one, Missouri. Yeah. It was just outside of, and then there's been all kinds of other episodes. Well, here, in our yeah, in our very yeah. in our very own state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Daniel, my my temporary roommate, also hates North Carolina. Oh great. He's like people from North Carolina really just 
seem to like being from North Carolina. And I was like, yeah, for, I mean, well. for better or worse, I'd say. And I was like, <laughs> I like being from. Well, he's from... also never been outside of Chapel Hill. And I was Ooh, like, you mean like yikes. Chapel Hill people? We Yeah, we like Chapel Hill. <laughs> you should go to Mevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Effland, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because we have, I've, uh, every once in a while, you'll see people driving like a pickup truck with a Confederate flag on the back. Honestly. Oh, all the time. Yeah, Especially in, like, here. your high school. Yeah, yeah, I mean, oh, Orange oh. is... Orange is... I mean, not to call you... I was... No, no, no. There was... His... Henry's high school, like I said, my high school was kind of bad. Henry's high school is terrible. Yeah, like, I, I, there would be people well, going into my school who'd have, like, Confederate flags on their trucks and... I was in yeah. Georgia for seven years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. I got... Mm. I got attacked a few times for when people found out I was Jewish. And mostly... Really? Now, like, yeah, when I switched from... Well, actually, it happened in Chapel Hill schools too, but not as much. Like I can't see that. Like they tried to beat me up. Yes. Really? At Seoul Elementary School. Just once. Elementary school? Yeah, elementary school. Jesus. Just once, but then it happened a bunch more when I went to Hillsborough schools. And um, my best friend Mary and I drove home from school every day Uh together in her car, and she had like liberal bumper stickers, and we got fall like these guys with. You know, like Confederate flag stickers and stuff on their trucks, like followed us home, jeez, and like surrounded us, like like Mad Max style, yeah, like on all sides, and it was the most terrifying thing. Yeah. Oh my God, Chloe. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. It was crazy. (laughs) Oh, it's okay. (laughs) I'm fine with it. I'm not fine with it. Just nuts, man. But yeah. Jeez, man. I'm really sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's not why I said it. And that's see, that's a funny thing. It. That's a funny thing about it. This is this is what drives me nuts about all these all these Trump supporters. Is they all go out and you can't censor what I'm saying. Oh, I have no. I have every right to to go out. And that's the thing is they were talking about uh, Richard Spencer, right? Who's the the head of one of the most prominent <clears throat> white supremacist movements, white supremacist nationalist oh, yeah, movements yeah. out there today, and uh, Florida. Yay, go Florida! Yeah, one of the universities in Florida. Uh, and I'm applauding them because they said absolutely not. We, you, you booked all this time to come speak oh, right. here, and we're yeah. They, yeah. they turned them down. They said no, you can't. Yeah. They said no, you can't because, and this is this is this gets to the pith of why, I you know I generally try to support free speech, and and you know if these guys want to have a rally, okay, uh, and people are welcome to go have a counter rally, which is what happened in Charlottesville. But the problem is now I'm getting to the point that I don't you know I'm still a big believer in free speech mm-hmm. but but the problem with the free speech that they tend to practice is they got like it's to go in and, they incite violence yeah. yeah and they're yeah they're preaching hate they're yeah. preaching racism. hate and inciting violence yeah. yeah and so no wonder the other the anti-protesters were violent yeah, you're, exactly. you're hating against other people. Well, yeah, if you yeah, see yeah. pictures of the rally, there were white supremacist groups there in there were like militia groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full, well, Battle that's what dress, it's the same black thing. jackets. It goes back to this movie. Automatic weaponry. That's were, like what they're into. It's like yeah. they were walking around in the streets with automatic weaponry. I'm like, yeah. how is this not? Yeah. Not inciting violence. That's like, have you seen Imperium? <laughs> that, I haven't, but you I need it, especially now. That, you have oh, to yeah. watch that. That's, movie. that's what I, I thought of that a few days ago. I've that's been crazy thinking of Imperium how, the entire time. That's crazy how I had, yeah. I've been thinking about that movie the entire time. Everybody should go, especially. Like that's like I said, movies are very good for communication. You should watch Imperium. Yeah, well, and no, Daniel, I Daniel Radcliffe. See that. Yeah, I have the yeah. I have the disc if you want to watch it. That okay. is an interesting thing though about a black director. Like it was written by a Jewish 
person and Danny Radcliffe's Jewish blah blah blah. Mm. But I don't I really don't think it's relevant. Like I, I can speak for this one, right? I would not be offended if Danny Radcliffe was not if the character right. wasn't played by a Jewish person, if sure. it was written by a Jewish person, because the point is like you're supposed to care about people. Like if things yeah. are mm. happening that are bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I would not, I'm sure it's happened, because there are countless of them. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to be upset if um, there's a Holocaust movie written by a non like like, I, like Spielberg. Like, he's, yeah. Is he Jewish? His name is Spielberg. Well. Yes. Duh. <laughs> Can we confirm this? Duh. Yeah, feel free. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. I mean, I... I guess everybody would say, "Oh, I'm 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 a I'm white man yeah. and I'm a privileged." But the point is, but you shouldn't be judged I, for that either. If well, I haven't. Yeah, exactly. I'm not yeah. validated because of who who exactly. I am, and that's the thing is, I want to know I haven't. Which had, I think this movie. Yeah, I haven't of had course to, he is. I know. I was just I was just. But also, sure, I think this movie did sure. a really good job of that too. Like I said, like the police, like majority of the policemen, the nurses, whatever, were good people. It just is a few. Yeah. I mean that's but well that's the thing is is I haven't actually had to suffer under any of this myself. Right. And I'm not saying that I want to suffer under it cuz right. suffering is is bad. But you don't want mm. anybody to. But I don't want anybody to and if anybody wants to talk to me and explain this to me and and if there's any way that I can help then that's yeah, exactly. You know, and then I think that's what's important about some the, these these uh, about film as a yeah. medium for mm-hmm. expressing these things mm-hmm. is to uh, get these issues out there and mm-hmm. start getting people to talk about them. And that's yeah. why yeah. I like Detroit well, so much. There's that, um, yeah. in terms of people saying or coming off as white supremacists or something like that, and then saying, oh, no, that's not me. I'm not actually racist. Oh, I know. There's <laughs> like this that guy. dude, the, re- the guy from Reno, who's in the pictures. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's what I was just going to talk about. So there's a this guy on Twitter called Yes, You're Racist, I think, is, <laughs> is his name. And he's had for a couple years, but he's been, like... He's had a busy week. Yeah, he's been oh, really. uh, trying going through photos and identifying some of the white supremacists at the rally. Mm-hmm. And he's he did uh, incorrectly identify a few people, but he has gotten up two people, one who's family publicly disowned oh, him. Oh, that was sad, though. No, it's not. He's a white... He's a I know, Nazi. but that's the problem. That's why the people go to... I know this is not really a movie podcast right no, now. No, it's okay. But that's what people... That's why people go to those things, because they feel like they don't belong anywhere else, and they're mad about it. I don't know if I have much... <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, this guy was publicly disowned because he was at this... He was marching with, you know, torches and at this... at In Charlottesville. Hmm. And he... Argue. Tiki torches. Yeah. You yeah. have to say tiki torches because uh, it's my favorite fact about t- the whole thing. Yeah, so lame. <laughs> they were marching with tiki torches? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Well, they didn't want mosquitoes. That's yeah. true. I mean, you know, if you're a white supremacist, those mosquito bites are really going to show up yeah. on your <laughs> alabaster skin. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he argued, like he said, yeah, but I'm not that angry racist you see in the photo. Yeah. And it's like... No, you can't. Yeah, but you were you were there marching at the front marching. of a white Dang. supremacist You rally. had your tiki torch. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah. He Dude, had his tiki torch. I actually just watched a video last night that I it was on Facebook of this woman who was in a just regular suburban area. I don't think it was near Charlottesville, but and a guy had a Nazi flag, yeah. like a big one, hanging off of his house, yeah. really? like a house like what we're in now. And and she went up and talked to him, and he was just the most, like, 
backwards guy of all time. Like he was saying, because this is Nazi fucking America. And I'm like, oh my God. What? Yeah. And he had this huge flag just in a suburban area. It's like, I don't know. I don't get I, stuck. I can't get people. That well, just confuses me. Yeah. You just have to have some understanding. You don't know what they've been exposed to. Like if you're exposed to nothing but that your whole life. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not saying there. Some people just are brought up in such a bad place they can't help it. But that's, I mean, that's... okay, yeah. But at the same time, this is there has never been nearly as much access to information as there is that's now. That's true. <laughs> that's a fair point. Unfortunately, unfortunately, a lot of it's fallacious, and you know that that damn liberal media and their yeah. alternative facts and all that. You know, whatever. But <laughs> the alt left. Yeah. Yeah, the alt violent alt left. Yeah. We're so thanks. thanks, Trump. Thanks. Yeah. Because you see <laughs> all those. daughter must be pissed. Oh yeah, because she's, she's she's Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. And because I, I don't see how he could say those things knowing, knowing that. You know, his dad was in the KKK. Are you serious? Yeah. Trump. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Great. I can't. I love this guy. <laughs> every day, every day, more love for him. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, all right, well, yeah. we took a, a slight detour. Bit of a left turn there. Yeah, a left turn. But very uh, very left. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> leftist, the leftist far, turn. Far left. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's give star rings for Detroit. Everybody's looking at me. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four and a half out of five. Uh, I think it was stronger than four. Not quite five. Could have used from a bit of editing in terms of the the, the setup and the the wind down. Mm-hmm. The sim- the center part of the film though was so taut, so edge of the seat, mm-hmm. white knuckle kind of ride. It was it's, yeah spectacular. So I definitely four and a half out of five. Four for me. I go to five. I liked that four and Matt. I thought it was like it started out. It was zoomed out. It zoomed in, it zoomed back out. Mm-hmm. I like it. So the symmetry to the whole thing. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, well, let's get into our, our review with that done of our other film, Point Break. I can make fun of movies now. <laughs> <laughs> let's. Uh, On to Lighter Fair. Yeah, let's uh, take this into a clip. I know. This is where you tell me all about how locals rule and. Yuppie insects like me shouldn't be surfing the break and all that, right? <laughs> nope. That would be a waste of time. <laughs> We're just gonna fuck you up. <laughs> so, Point Break from 1991 is directed, also directed by Catherine Bigelow and stars Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, and Gary Busey. And the plot synopsis is an FBI agent goes undercover to catch a gang of surfers who may be bank robbers. <laughs> they may be. Yeah. So, uh, Chloe, you hadn't seen this. I hadn't seen it for a long time, but you hadn't seen this before, right? So, no. what did you think? Oh, well, it was not great. <laughs> oh, really? No, I did not like Sorry. I did not like it. No, Keanu Reeves. I want to love oh. him. I want to love Keanu so badly. Always, he's such. He seems like such a sweet man, and I like his face and stuff. But oh, he's such a bad actor. When he's running towards <laughs> Gary, when he's running towards Gary Busey, and he's like, no. Yeah. So the thing is, I I haven't seen this in a, for a while. There's so many moments. There's so many quotable moments. That's like I'm gonna watch it again because I want to be able to quote yeah. how bad Keanu Reeves is. But and, I like him. Yeah, it's, I I. 
had remembered very little about this movie. I'm not even sure if I'd seen it all the way through, but I did enjoy it overall. But Keanu Reeves, I know that he has his defenders out there. Mm. I don't know for whatever reason. <laughs> like I, my one of my friends loves him and loves the Matrix. And is so it think, Jacob? It's it is Jacob. It's Knew it. The, the, it's the, it's Jacob number two, not Jacob from last week. The uh, other Jacob. Uh, the first Jacob? No, the other Jacob. The second. The other Jacob. You, you haven't met this Jacob. Okay. Another Who is the friend that was on the first friend that was Jacob. Jacob. Oh wait, no, no. Uh, oh, Paul. Paul was Paul. Paul was. Okay, from, thank you. Paul was on over from Texas. I never yeah. met Paul. Jacob. I remember no. from last week, but Paul. Was yeah, that was on yeah. He was just. He, I think he was on episode maybe three, three and he was on over yeah. Skype, and so you weren't you weren't with us yet. Uh, but anyways, uh, so I mean, I I guess if you have a defense of him, that's fine. But he, he is. Seems like a- so terrible in this. Yeah, he's it's, he's awful. It's hard. It's brutal to watch yeah. him. Well, also some of the <laughs> some of the uh, dialogue's pretty crap too, though. Yeah. In his defense. Well, but. I mean, it's Keanu Reeves is 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 Neo and Bill slash Ted, whichever. whichever also, he was. and John Wick. Also, the voice yeah, of well, Keanu in the movie Keanu. Hmm. By Pio, <laughs> uh, but like any any time he's trying to has to emote, which is a fair bit in this movie, it is comes off as so <gasps> fake and what? insincere. What? Yeah, that's crazy. Like yeah. my favorite thing is how he makes fun of the surfer bros, but like that's what he sounds like. Yeah, that's what he is. Yeah, I mean Keanu is basically a surfer bro. Yeah, but it, like when he's saying um. Get your hands off me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or uh, when he's talking to Tyler, which is his the love interest in the movie, he's like, "Oh, why can't I ever say what I mean?" <laughs> and it's just like, and it's just, no, the writing for the character. Why can't I ever say what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, the reason is now hillbilly pudding. Yeah, literally my favorite part though is the note. Did you see that part, Brayden? He's Br- running across the air. Oh, he's like. Yeah, he's he's really bad. Because it's not even like affected. Like sometimes they're like, no, it's like slow motion and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's literally, you just see him <laughs> charging, yeah. yelling, no, I'm obsessed with I really it. wish I could remember more of the lines, but he's just, I know. It, he's, Tad just has these dead eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's <does>. like, <laughs> it's just, he's so uninteresting, so Aww. bland. And I hate saying that. Because I think he has his time and place. Like yeah. he's okay in John Wick, um, but it it just not in this. I enjoyed him in Bill and Ted. Oh right. He's like um, shoot. What's Mulder's real name? Oh, David, David Duchovny. Duchovny. <clears throat> he's like David Duchovny's like brother who got dropped when he was little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, so he's he's by far my biggest issue with the movie. Gary Busey's bad too. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, the cast, I'm sorry, Patrick Swayze didn't do much for me. Really? Either. I thought he, he just, was good. He just stand around and, like, does his little okay. oh, sort I, of <laughs> squinty-eyed scowl thing with his, his feathered blonde yeah, hair. What's up with his hair? You're, 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 yeah, missing, right? you're missing the spiritual part of the surf, man. <laughs> I loved his hair. I thought his hair was awesome. Like Hugh Jackman in Chappie <laughs> and this. The mullet. The mullet. He, he needed the khaki pants. Yeah, they're, they're rivals for best hair in a movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, what a huge Jackman in his hair. He had to go from Wolverine to Chappie. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, sorry. Who's your stylist? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole cast, the whole cast. But it, Gary Busey, like, there's the, those actors who are kind of grisly and a little maybe gross at times, but you still find them c- captivating How do you at get times. Famous? I've never seen any of them I, before. I haven't either. I just knew he was on Celebrity Apprentice. He's Who is this? Gary, Gary Busey. Busey. Oh. The guy with the teeth and the crazy. Yeah, go look at his mugshot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know he's had some that's, issues that's, there. That's what he's best known for. I think he was picked up on a DUI, probably yeah. one of many. But he's like, <laughs> he comes off, he's just so gross and he like un- terrible well, looking. I and feel like if Gary movie... Busey has done some really, I mean, he was in Hotel Rwanda. He played the UN commander was in Hotel Rwanda. Oh, I've, yeah. I've forgotten. Yeah, he played the Hotel Rwanda. He's got the, nothing uh, on Don. Don, uh, well, Cheetle. I mean, the cheat does. The cheat. The cheatster. Don Cheetle. Don Cheetle's awesome. Oh, he I'm is. Sorry. He's just he's just awesome. Cheetah. Um, <laughs> the Oceans films. So oh, he's great in that. Yeah. Uh, or then, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else. Gary he was Keith. in Traffic, wasn't he? So yeah. Another Soderbergh, yeah. He didn't have you watched his show? He was in Out of Sight as well. Yeah, he was awesome in Out of Sight. Mm-hmm. Snoopy I haven't Apple. watched House of Lies yet. House though. of Lies is good. I, I like Kristen Bell. That. I like that trail a lot. Yeah, I should see that. Yeah. I have um, to add that on the list of crap I need to see. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps growing by day, yeah. by the day. Handwritten on the refrigerator. Westworld. Crap I need to see. Yeah. Crap I need to see. But he's he's just so gross in this. And it's just his outfits. I mean, no, his outfits are kind of like, <laughs> they're kind of like a, a, I guess meant to be a joke, but he's an FBI agent. But and he's, he's supposed to be like uh, a seasoned FBI agent, too. Mm-hmm. And But he's walking around in like... Um, Tropical shirts and which is uh, my know, mom has those linen pants he yeah. was wearing. Oh really? But I mean, it's like that's funny in a way. Maybe I'm a different actor that would be more. On um, yeah, it could have been. But yeah. he, his character is just so tiring and dang grotesque. I keep thinking and he's terrible. When I was watching it, <laughs> when I was watching awful. it, I kept thinking, wow, this could have this like could be a really good movie if uh everything was different about it oh, yeah. and then but then there's a there's a new one that i will well, start watching by accident that i also got on uh amazon oh i, by I heard the new one was awful so. really i like the guy in it edgar ramirez no max something eddie ramirez i like too hmm. is eddie um, ramirez the same person as edgar ramirez edgar ramirez yeah is that the same person as eddie ramirez the- Maybe. <laughs> um, anyways, so I mean, I so the first half of the movie for me was not crazy about. It just felt way too long. I liked the first scene was my favorite. What's the very first? Or not scene? the first scene, not the shooting, but the part where he goes into the FBI, whatever, and he's with the guy from Scrubs. Oh right, John McGinley. Yeah. yeah. John McGinley was yeah. the strongest part of the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oops, sorry. And he. Uh, it's it just not very good performances, not much action. But then the second half of the movie, I actually thought was pretty good. It, there's a really great uh, foot chase that's amazing. I thought, and you get the classic, yeah, like bang, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Keanu, I feel like he probably was actually going bang, 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 yes. bang, bang. Um, yeah. bang. They they featured in Hot Fuzz briefly. Um, yeah. And where he throws, he can't shoot, and so he throws the oh, gun. That's right. And. I, I thought that foot chase was awesome. I liked some of the suspense in the other scenes and how the rest of the movie played out. Although I did think it had multiple endings for sure. Like there's the the bank robber, then there's the um, 
what the skydiving. Then there's the resolution with oh, Tyler. I just thought the homo was stupid. And then there's the uh, <laughs> then there's the fight scene on the at the ocean. Sorry, I got an email. Um, <laughs> and it's Daniel. <laughs> Daniel's here. No, it's, it's the Regal. It's show. the Regal. Yeah. It's the Regal uh, Crown Club. <laughs> you belong to that. What kind of purse you get? Oh, it's actually pretty nice. So you get. <laughs> Um, uh, you get free Reese's Pieces? That's all I care about. Oh, actually, I'm up for a free popcorn or a drink right now. But the thing is, you build up credits, and you can, they actually have, like, 27 by 40 posters that you can order offline for, like, no Really? For, really? Like, a couple bucks. Wow. Oh, and there's other merchandise and, and shit, and so it's, like, I, I got a poster of uh, something. Um, I have, Or a couple posters, actually, upstairs that I got from this place that cost me, like, nothing at all. Besides going to the movie theater, obviously, but um, it's actually pretty nice. So, all you mm-hmm. listeners out there, uh, mm-hmm. sign up for Regal Crown Club. <laughs> really, really not interested in their popcorn, though. <laughs> the oh, Chelsea has really good popcorn. Yeah, we do. Oh, I'm, I, I mean, I never butter. really get popcorn or anything, anyways, and so it. Yeah, yeah I don't drink soda, and I, I don't eat anybody's popcorn except the Chelsea's. And they don't have seltzer water like the Chelsea does, so. They don't? No. I mean, it's just or, a I mean, I, tab. I, I'm afraid to ask. Wait, you guys don't bring in your own snacks? No, I'm not an animal. Drink? No, that's 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 wrong. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't do it at the Chelsea. I do it at Silver Spot. Well, that I can understand, but I, I still... I bring in, like, Me, seltzer. personally, I still wouldn't I bring work in a, in a movie theater. I bring in a Perrier. I recycle it, and I'm not a monster. I, I don't, like, smash the bottle on the ground as I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm done. Mazel tov, out of here. <laughs> I just get a... Perrier. All right. Well, I guess that's not it. Peru. Yeah. And French fries. <laughs> and French toast. <laughs> <laughs> Name the movie. Come on, anybody. You guys. Forty-year-old virgin. No. <laughs> God, well, you guys are the too. Well, you movie? guys are. You guys are way too young to even probably know who this is. What? What is it? Better off dead. You ever seen that? No. John Cusack. Uh-uh. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, uh, who's the guy? That, the actor that played Booger, Curtis Armstrong. <laughs> Curtis Armstrong. Uh-huh. He played Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, I've seen that too. Um, no, but there's a scene in the Forty Year Old Virgin where Leslie Mann is driving Steve Carell. She's like, "Let's get some fucking French toast." Uh-huh. And it's like, I, I think of that scene. No, better off dead. <laughs> John Cusack is a uh, down-on-his-luck high school student and uh, sort of young, attractive French exchange student moves in across the street, and his family... Naturally. His family has her over for dinner, and his mom is so clueless, she makes a, a French <clears throat> meal, um, which consists of... Classic. French toast, <laughs> salad with French dressing, French bread, French Classic fries, and they have... <laughs> They have uh, they have Perrier to drink, and she pronounces it Peru. <laughs> you should watch this film. It's out, it's brilliant. John Cusick at one point falls into a giant dumpster uh, dump truck. Sounds good. And then uh, there are a couple uh, black guys. I think the sanitation workers who see this and they're like, "It's a shame people throw it away." Perfectly good white boy. <laughs> there's some really quotable stuff in the movie. It's hilarious. Oh. But everybody should go watch Better Off Dead. Plus, there's a hamburger that does a little Van Halen music. <laughs> interlude it's awesome it's awesome this movie is like the best thing ever i may have to watch this yeah uh everybody wants some oh yeah i hate that movie you didn't like that i I I loved it either i I loved it 
freaking, I've never disliked a movie more. Uh, and I went with somebody, another Daniel, a much better Daniel, and he really liked, one of his favorite movies is Dazed and Confused, and he hated it too. I didn't like it. I mean, I like Richard Linklater, but I did not like that. We all much. wanted I, to walk out, but we were all too polite to say I anything really to everybody it. else. I don't know why you guys... I know a lot of people did. Well, so. I didn't like it. I'm a girl. Well, I didn't like it. And Henry's not a girl, and he didn't like it, but still. Oh, I was actually okay. imitating you, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, did, I didn't like it, though. But anyways, um, what were we talking about? Oh, I don't know. Anyhow. Um, so, but yeah, Point so break. The second half of the movie, I really did... I was kind of in... Even though it was very silly, I, I thought the action was quite good. But any dialogue is pretty bad. The performances are not great. Patrick Swayze is okay. Yeah. He's kind of just goofy enough he's that he's working it, with what he got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did actually. I thought the relationship between Keanu and um, Tyler and Lori no, Petty. No, no, and Bodie, the Swayze character. The Swayze character, the, or yeah. the friendship, I'll say, is well, actually <laughs> thought was. For an action movie, was pretty interesting. Yeah, well, I did too. That's I think it could have been that's really unusually good. good. Yeah, that's really the only redeeming factor yeah. in the whole film because the action sequences were pretty bland. I, mean, the, I thought the foot chase in the in, through the neighborhood, I really liked that. It was not bad, but I mean, compared to a lot of the chase, like I'm thinking about the the foot chase in Baby Driver. That's what I was thinking about too. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. It's apples and oranges. I hmm. want to see. I would have liked if David Lynch had directed Point Break and replaced him, replaced Keanu with David Duchovny and then Gary Busey with literally anybody else and I'd be in. Okay. (laughs) And I I, I mean, I like the idea of surfers being bank robbers and someone having to be a surfer or going undercover as a surfer. I thought that was just... I mean, it's silly, obviously, but it's at least interesting. It's. I want to watch the new one now. I heard it was horrible. Yeah, I've heard pretty bad. Kevin's things about worse it. than the other one. I, I think it's, I think so. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, it could be. I mean, the, the <laughs> thing is, the thing is that the old Point Break, what it it was shot in such a way that it sort of captured the whole surf. Right. Everything was... was right. And I liked all the surfing The aesthetic. Things. Yeah, the aesthetics to it really sort of captured the whole surfer zeitgeist thing. But... Um, that last scene. Point Break, this new one, I think, just goes sort of like the whole super grim, gritty... Everything's like washed out gray. Yeah. And that kind of thing. I mean, I haven't seen it, see. but see. from the trailers I saw of it, it's just sort of like... Grr, anger. It, it, it looks like a Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> does it? I haven't watched any Mountain Dew commercials lately. Oh, well, it does. Okay. <clears throat> also, the fake Australian accents at the end of Point Break. Those are not real Australian accents. My Australian accent is far better than who's, those. Who's had an Australian accent? A bunch of them. Oh. In the end. The which which end? Are we talking the bank robbery? I'm saying the very end of the movie. The last Were they fighting? The movie. Where they're they're fighting on the beach? Yeah. There's only two characters. Did I watch the wrong movie? What are you talking about? All the policemen and everything? Oh, oh well, yeah, they come at the very end. Yeah, yeah. I said the last bit of the movie. Be more specific. Uh, that's. Oh yeah, his last line. 
he's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tosses the, the badge away. Yeah, yeah that's pretty fucking stupid <laughs> oh the movie's so bad I actually i mean i i was surprised that i really was not crazy about the first half like i was really not into it at all but i did enjoy the second so i actually enjoyed the movie i thought there'd be more lady power since there was a lady director but i was super wrong well see this is that's the thing is this is when Catherine bigelow was much younger i mean she right. was really young when she did point break and i just i mean this is early 90s and i can't help but wonder to what extent this is sort of a, uh, hey, we're going to give you this opportunity. Mm. You're an upcoming director. We're going to give this to you. Uh, go, go, go make this movie. Okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but right. I'm going to make the movie. And, and, then, and then the studio is just like, do this no, this. you can't do this. Yeah. And here are the stars you're working with, and you don't yeah. have any choice at all much whatsoever in what you're and, doing. And then it's just kind of like, well, then fuck, why am I here? Yeah. yeah. But in you terms know? of action as well, I thought the raid sequence was awesome. On the house? I thought that was really cool. Except for the needlessly naked women. Okay, yeah, there's a few naked women. but For no reason. Also, was that Anthony Kiedis from yes, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yes, Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers. This oh. is my favorite... Jew. This is my favorite thing of all... <laughs> oh, okay. Got that clarified. This is my favorite thing of all time. I love him, and I was glad he was in it. He was the best actor in the movie. Mm. When he got shot in the foot... Ah! It hurt. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, I really did like... Just in terms of her direction, I thought it was very interesting. And um, the shootout and then the thing with the lawnmower, you know? I thought that was awesome. So, <clears throat> I thought it was intense. I was like, come on, Keanu. Don't get your face shredded. Don't get it shredded. <laughs> you're, you're too pretty. That's all he has. He yeah. needs it. So, well, yeah, I mean, I, I was surprised about how, by the end how much I was... I mean, I didn't love this movie or anything. It's still at the bottom of... Catherine Bigelow's movies that I've seen, which I guess are four or five now, but um, Brandon, well, what'd you think? It was he okay. It. <laughs> he loved it. I mean, it, it was so indicative of sort of 90s stuff. Undercover cop, they'd be surfing, they'd be rob banks, <laughs> <laughs> wear masks and jump out of plane, you know, and you just kind of go, uh, okay, 90s, 90s movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a 1991. I mean, uh, the relationship I thought was good, and so it was, in a sense, it was sort of a throwback to, or or reference to some of the John Woo stuff that I've seen, which I can't I can't harp on John Woo films enough. I mean, the stuff that he did, not uh, Face Off, not Broken Arrow, not Mission Impossible Two, none of this, the just god awful dumpster fire <laughs> shit. <laughs> That he made in Hollywood, but I mean, the, other the actual those stuff other that he yeah. made in, in, in Hong Kong, which uh, those films were great. Um, the Killer, uh, Hard Boiled, I'm trying to think of, of what else he's done. He's done a whole slew of them with Chow Young Fat, and they were all great. But um, it sort of harkens to those because of the, the, the strength of the relationship between those two main characters, Bodie and Johnny Utah. Where the fuck did that name come Johnny from? Johnny Utah. Johnny, uh, Johnny Utah. <laughs> they were, what, they is, were, is he a male stripper? The movie was originally called Johnny Utah. Oh, really? Yeah, and then they changed it to Riders of the Storm, like the door song, and they're like, well, that's uh, nothing to do with anything. Awful. And then they changed it to Point Break. Um, awful. Hey, well, here, I'm, I've looked up some quotes. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we're, we were just talking about the Johnny Utah. The name's Johnny Utah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Lose something, bruh? Yeah. Lose something, uh, bruh? 
Do you even yeah. lift, bro? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I'm trying to find some more Johnny Utah words. <laughs> Johnny Utah words. Hmm. It's dead like Tommy Bahama. Yeah, it's... Johnny Utah. Bodie, this is your wake-up call. I am un F B I H. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Bodie. Yeah. Ugh. But still, it doesn't matter, apparently, that he's an FBI agent. He's useless. That's another thing. So, and something, he's um... useless. Say again? Johnny Utah is useless. <laughs> he's an idiot. <laughs> he's so stupid. Yeah. He literally goes along he with fought, an armed robbery. Boy, he, he, he's his love and his love is being... Oh, for Christ. He can't figure something out? He's in a truck. And Can he not call somebody? No. No phones, bro. Oh, I didn't know this. <laughs> Catherine Bigelow did Strange Days. Huh. Ray Fiennes, uh, Angela Bassett, Juliette Lewis. I love that movie. Um, there you go. But yeah, he's in a truck. No phones. He can't call anybody. He knew about <clears throat> it like the day before. Did he not? Whatever. He could have figured it out. He's an FBI agent. Just say you have to go to the bathroom and like use a payphone. Oh, yeah. Idiot. They're surfers. There's, They're dummies. There's something you can figure out. Yeah. He was stupid. Poor guy. What's also, they gave him a gun. Didn't they give him a gun? They just put a gun no, to all their no, heads. They, no, they... Oh, they uh, emptied it? emptied all the shells. They're smart guys. Oh, uh, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> um, But, uh... He oh, could have figured... I stand by it. He could have figured something out. One line from this that Bodhi says, Back off, war child. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> He's good. Fear causes hesitation. And hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. That's Bodhi. I know. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it could have been it could have been a good movie. I, I mean, it's I think it could have been shorter. Oh, I just mean like just redo the whole thing. Which they did. But they did. They did. <laughs> they did. They did. Yeah, they made it worse. We might have tried. You're again. saying the FBI is gonna pay me to learn to surf? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Henry, you're good. Okay. <laughs> I think we've got enough. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I mean, I saw, I, overall, I, I liked it. I, the first, you know, I, I'm not just going to keep repeating myself, but I would like to re, I'll re rewatch it at some point. Maybe if I get the Blu-ray and maybe stuff in the first half will be a little bit better now that I know where it ends up. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a decent action movie. Uh, I'm not, I know some people hold it in very high regard. Who? I, I, Brayden, is Arthur, isn't it, doesn't it have like a cult status? Yeah, I, I, I but not because it was a it. good film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, yeah. seriously, because of because of a lot of the imagery. I mean, you know, the surfing and the, uh-huh. the outlaw surfing lifestyle, and uh, the 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 scene, the bank robbery scene, where they're all in the president masks. You know, just you know, Ronald Reagan Co- going in yeah. and shooting the place <laughs> up, and Nixon, right? Yeah, you know, I, I do. I, I do like how they actually were. Kind of t- actually use the voices sometimes of the presidents. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not the yeah. But it was it's iconic not necessarily because of the quality of the film, but just because of sort of the 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 catchphrases, the the buzz, the imagery, that kind of thing. And so again, Catherine Bigelow was able to sort of capture a slice of Americana at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I don't. It really wasn't all that spectacular of a film. Mm-hmm. 
Um, again, the relationship between the two main characters, I think, is interesting, but I mean, yeah. it's, it's not really... The depths of that relationship, I don't think, are plumbed to the fullest. And it just sort of gets overridden by... And there's one girl. Her name is Tyler. She's very masculine, and she is the love interest slash the one who's kidnapped and does nothing useful in the whole movie. Yeah. So Ultra and she's Macho, kidnapped, in a, she's kidnapped in a slip? What the heck? Hmm? What was that? She could put a sweater on. They know her. What? Yeah. She's wearing like a nightgown. Yeah, because she was probably taken out of her bed. They know her. They can give her a sweater. <laughs> she goes with them at like 3 a.m., remember? They're like, come on. And she's like, oh, yeah, they do this. So why couldn't they just give her a sweater and say we're going somewhere? It's irrelevant. Anyways. The point is... Catherine, what the heck? But well, I think what the heck, the Catherine? Come on! <laughs> I think they were, you know, you gotta put some TNA in there, yeah. and you gotta have a gunfight, and you gotta do this, and you gotta do that. And she was kind of like, well, you know, I don't want to do this, but <laughs> Brayden just really wants to defend Catherine. Great, Catherine. well, that's the thing is again because she, because yeah, you made his voice lower to be yeah. Catherine Bigelow because well. she was because she was yeah. I, I, it might be her first opportunity of directing a, a feature-length film. I can't find it. Her filmography doesn't cite anything before mm-hmm. uh, Point Break. And so, again, this might have been sort of her, her big chance. And the question is, what kind of leverage did the studio have over her? To what extent did she sort of go along with, with meddling producers because she wanted the opportunity to make this film? get her name out there and then go on to do other stuff which you know which she has which she did she married james cameron Mm. coolest man alive great great job good good choice there but she also divorced him so yeah that's pretty weird well he's supposed to be an ass yeah i know yeah you you hear you like cursed out brolin james uh john brolin or josh 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 brolin dare you he seems like a lovely man Um, baby boy brolin Hmm? Baby boy brawler. Right. Yeah. Um, James was. Which, baby yeah, it's like, he just seems like a little bit of a baby, you know? Yeah. James Cameron? Yeah. Jerk oh, he's, he's... They're making four more Avatar movies. Which I'm actually kind of excited for. No. I am so thoroughly not. I am. No. The first Avatar was a steam giant pile of. As he no. says in the dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Piece of shit. fire. Terrible. Disagree. Well, elephant doo doo. Yeah, just. Giant awful. steaming Less pile useful. of elephant At least that can... Anyway, it was terrible. Hmm. I'm all for the save the planet thing, but, you know... Yeah. Giant native <laughs> day-glow blue cat people. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the point is he made such a, a horrible thing that, that his message gets lost in what he's trying exactly. to do. Exactly. I don't even know if he cared about the message, frankly. But yeah, he it's became, about the spectacle. He became too enamored. He became too enamored of the technology. If think about like, I wish they put all the money and time and effort they put into Avatar, whatever, into Dark Tower. Yeah. If they made the Dark Tower series with all of those resources, it that'd, be a, been, that'd be a better world. Yeah. yeah. Better world. Hmm. Yeah, fully agree. James well, Cameron. I think James Cameron is a bit <laughs> of the. He's he's the archetype of the director. He's just sort of a belligerent ass, like push everybody around and treats everybody else like shit. Did you hear he's, he? Apparently, he made 
nailed a someone's phone years ago to a wall because they were using it while they were shooting. Like he took someone's phone and like. What a tool. Put it. Yeah, he had to use a tool, so he yeah. literally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and like st- st- or like nailed it against a wall because it was he was someone was on their phone. Dang. Yeah. Not a fan. I I think I accidentally I went to visit my friend Allie, who I was referencing earlier. We went to visit her at Disney World, which was the worst experience of my life. Mm. And they were opening um, the Avatar, or they hadn't opened it. They were building the Avatar park. Oh yeah. And I accidentally um, (laughs) this is a really bad story. Vomited through the. (laughs) What? (laughs) Through the fence. So my uh, vomit was the first. Witness of Avatar Land. Yikes. So, that's a good omen. Yikes. Right? So, you still got some of your DNA <laughs> down in the Avatar Land? In Avatar ride. Land, yeah. yeah. No, it, it hadn't opened yet. So, pretty special. Hmm. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I nominated <laughs> to share that, but... Uh, that's... <laughs> Any story involving vomit. Yeah, it's a great Any story. Any story. It's worth, just... worth telling. <laughs> Especially on, on the podcast, so... Have you ever seen um, Hunt for the Wilder People? Best no, movie of I've all been, time. I've been wanting to. Have you seen Great it? Movie, yes. So good. My dad sat show. next to that kid on the. He went to visit um, his lady friend in California. Uh-huh. That's where she lives. Up, and he sat next to that kid on the plane. Oh, the little girl. No, the boy. What girl? No, the boy. Yeah, the girl, but the boy, the main boy. My dad sat next to him on the plane. Oh, Hunt for the Wilder People. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was confusing that with. Um... Avatar. Oh, no, no, no. Eagle Huntress? No, not Eagle Huntress. Also no, pretty from good. several years back, the, uh, oh shit, what was it called about the young girl who's in, who's in Louisiana oh, after the flood? Oh, the, 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 the Beast of the Southern Wilds. Wild. thank you. Wilder People <laughs> Southern Wilds. No, now I remember, uh, directed by the guy, Tim Wera, who's doing the next Thor film and Yada, yada. Is it? I might actually... No, no. no. But, but no, it's not the, 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 Taika Waikiki. Taika... That's not the same guy. He did yeah, what we okay, do in the shadows. He, he did what we what do in the shadows. shadows. Yeah. yeah. Which was not super funny thinking, to me, but... That was okay, yeah. I'm horribly racist. All those New Zealand guys are the same. <laughs> but Humphrey People is one of my favorite, favorite movies. My dad sat next to that kid on the plane, but neither of you have seen it. So no, I did see Humphrey the Wilder People. I remember the kid now, and he's yeah. great. Yeah. He's great. Who was so the? Cute. It was Sam Elliott was yeah. the father guy. Yeah, that was a spectacular film. Yeah, it was so, it was so much good. fun. You should watch it, Henry. I will. And then the guy, then the guy from, um, shoot, this is useless to say anyway. From um, the show, and what we do in the shadows, Flight of the Concords, That guy yeah, pops Jim, out of Jermaine. the bush. Love it. Something Jermaine, Jermaine, something. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. He was. He did. Uh, he did a musical bit on Rick and Morty. Yeah. Which is actually quite good. <laughs> <laughs> the musical bit and the show. Nice. There you go. <clears throat> I'll. Uh, I'll give that one a poke. <clears throat> Man, fuck me. I'm. My something's. I have a frog in my throat. Sorry. I keep on coughing. I found a frog or, in or... the house I'm house sitting in this morning. Oh really? Don't know if it was did the you show cat Danny? or Daniel. <laughs> Oh, Daniel probably would have fainted. He, probably, he, like, he would probably sure? kill it or something. No, I was going to say it's probably his pet frog. Who's dead? Oh. Well, it, even more so. Even more so, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. why, that's my pet frog. Yeah. yeah. That's why you're crying. Yeah, exactly. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel doesn't know how to use a laundry 
a laundry machine. Daniel. Washing machine. Come on, buddy. I literally had to show him. What kind of existence has he lived? <laughs> that he's incapable of using a computer. I don't know. I, don't know. I said, oh, washing I said, machine. He hasn't been at Chapel Hill. He's. Uh, no, he. Well, yeah, but he's from Cincinnati. Oh. <laughs> that explains a lot. Yeah. You ever seen Cincinnati? No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, that explains a lot. Sorry to the people <laughs> out in Cincinnati. <laughs> Go Reds. All you. Cincinnati. If you don't hear from me, if you don't hear from me. Like within forty eight hours of this, know. call the cops. Please, just yeah, we'll do. Put your face on a milk jug. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we had. That's what we did with the emoji movie. You know, your your, your milk jug. It's <laughs> <laughs> on McDonald's milk jug. Anyway, uh, another sponsor there. Um, so <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Uh, anything else about Point Break? No. Ooh, <laughs> voice crack. It was bad. It was. It's. It's an iconic movie, but only because of the the time and place. I, I, again, as as an actual film, it's kind of. Eh, eh. <laughs> but yeah. Wake up call. I'm in the FBI. <laughs> and we came in for the eye. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Well, uh, star ratings. You go first. One. Wow, man! Wow. You, you when you hate something, you really, you really, really, really a ghost it. story half yeah. like brutal, Chloe. I still really like the song from a ghost story, though. I feel like it kind of sucks, but I really like it. Yeah, no, it doesn't go. It goes. Doo. I'm not gonna do the whole thing, but yeah. Oh, the little thing that she's listening to while she's lying on the floor. Don't look it up. It's called "I Get Overwhelmed" by the Dark Room or something. A Dark Rumor. Oh, he's playing it. Are you allowed to play it? I made a little stop motion movie and I used this song. Anyway. Okay then. <laughs> little musical interlude. Yeah. So, um, uh, it's, it, I'm a 23 and a half out of four. Probably three and a half. What? I'm going to have to go with two. Holy Goodness. Three and a half. I'm going to, and it only gets Jeez, a star. Jeez, guys, y'all are fucking brutal. <laughs> it only gets a star because of Patrick Swayze's hair. <laughs> yeah. One of those stars is Patrick Swayze's yeah. hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's three and a half. Whatever. Yeah. That's... What else? Yeah. <laughs> I'm All over right. it. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so with all the reviews done, we can move on to some news and some trailers and all that shit. Um... I don't know why I said shit there, but I will. They said the F word over like a hundred times. In Point Break? In both. <laughs> no. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the first, so a couple of trailers just released in the last day or two. Um, oh, we should, oh, Brendan, we should mention we just saw it. James, uh, Daniel Craig is officially coming back for Bond. As Bond. Yeah. So, that's cool. Uh, you heard it here first. His new nickname? No. After Logan Lucky? James Blonde? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, classic. Classic. Uh, but, so the first trailer is Molly's Game, which is uh, written and directed by Aaron Sorkin, who's the awesome screenwriter who did um, uh, Moneyball, Jobs. Steve Jobs, uh, Social Network, Moneyball, A Few Good Men. Everything, and he also, really. And he crazed He's it. He's done... So much like he some of my favorite to TV Kristen stuff. Kristen Chenoweth. 
that's a twist. Didn't he? That's didn't odd. he write West Wing? Yeah, so he yeah. created West West Wing, and he also did the newsroom. Well, he did one of my favorite shows of all time, which unfortunately died after I think it was two seasons. May, may not even been two seasons. Sports Night. I don't know. Never saw that. I think he, he did do that though. But but he did Sports Night, which is clever. I mean, it's just brilliant and clever and so great to watch. And mm. it just died after two seasons. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I watched this and I kind of went, eh, eh. Eh. Chastain looks good. I yeah, Jessica Chastain, awesome, love her. Idris Elba, Idris Me Elba, too. love him, awesome. Me too. But I just the, the subject matter, I kind of went. Eh. Me too. Same, same on and, all three counts. And then and then and then it said Aaron Sorkin. I got oh well, it might be worth watching. Yeah, same. I, th- I mean, I think it's it's so it's his directorial debut. Um, I think it's. I mean, I think it looks interesting. I mean, I think the performances, especially Chastain, look. Quite good. Yeah. And I'm sure the writing will be tough. She's top-notch. always good. Yeah. But she's not always in good movies for me. Yeah. Like a most violent year, I was telling Henry I hate that movie. I need to see that. No, I, I just I hated it. It's okay. I heard good things it was, about it. I, I it's awful. It's okay. It's awful. It's not awful. It's stupid. <laughs> Useless. Why? <laughs> Such hatred. Star. Such hatred. Yeah. Um, so but I mean I thought she she looked good. Um and I think it's could. I mean, I'm sure the writing will be top notch, and some. Oh yeah. Definitely gonna be in. Just see it for that, obviously. Yeah. And I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. Got the Elba charm. It does there. have the Elba charm. Uh, and which I gotta say, I'm excited to see him doing something other yeah. than science fictiony, fantasy type mm-hmm. stuff. He's gonna be in the mountain between you, us as well. Yeah, which is I just saw that trailer last night as well, which I'm not. I'm not totally certain about that. Yeah, one. I know. that's what I was saying. She, she. How dare you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it looks could be good. Maybe, but you know, <laughs> surviving in the wilderness—it's—it's it's kind of played out a bit. Yeah. I don't know. The Revenant. But, just watch the Revenant. You know? Just watch the Irreverent by yeah. Gemma Strauss and Chloe Strauss. Or that one. Written, directed, edited by Chloe Strauss and. Gemma Strauss gets beaten up a lot. Shout out to Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a, like a whole fantasy scenario for you yeah. to beat your sister up, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> so, okay. What's um, the other one? So, um, yeah, so I think that, I think, does that come out this year? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. So that c- I would think so because we're still, we still yeah. got the rest of August, September, if they've got trailers for it running now. Yeah, so I would think maybe by the end of the year. October, November, maybe something. I was somewhere. thinking December. Could be. It looks like the, yeah. Could be. I mean, I, I've got a soft spot for films. I, I, I still like... Uh, Don't... What are you going to say? 21? Uh, 21 is okay. No, no, no. The uh, the one, uh, Matt Damon and... Uh, Rollers? Or what's it called? The one with Edward Norton? Yeah. Is that called Rollers? I think, I think it is. Rollers. I've always liked that film. <laughs> <laughs> the Oceans films. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. So it's sort of like the high-flying casino. Those are always kind of fun to watch just because it's a view into a whole lifestyle that I myself have never... Oh, yeah. I'm really good at it. My dad taught Car me how playing? to... My dad, like, he acted like it was a game, but he, like, he taught me how to count cards when I was little. Like, we practiced. I can count well, you're never getting into a casino. I can days. count up for like three decks. I didn't. Um, we went to the Dominican Republic, and I you, there's like not age. Uh, it's probably like 15 or something for casinos, and I 
raked it in. Nice, man. You got that paper, eh? Stacks. <laughs> got that paper. Nice. Nice. But I still probably spent it on like chocolate milk or something. I think I was 16. Hmm. All right. <laughs> so you didn't, you didn't get to, to have the free the free booze, the no free no. extracts for you? I don't okay. drink anyway. I don't either. Really? Look at that. What the? Yeah, no. You guys are missing out. None of it. I mean, I've, I've had drinks before, but missing I've been out. even drunk once before, which is not a fun experience. Really? It's horrible. Nothing of the sort. Missing out. <laughs> sure. Um, I actually have a, it's the it's actually a funny drunk story. I don't know if I should tell it, but go ahead. Save it. Save it for the for the special edition. Okay. That um, way, people are paying to hear your dirty, dirty secrets. Right. <laughs> uh, but it, it was quite funny. Oh, embarrassing at the time, but quite funny. Now. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, uh, next trailer. Uh, so it's the new Noah Baumbach movie. Who did um? He's did Francis Ha. He's done a ton of what stuff. Else, what else? Greenberg. Greenberg. He did um. He did. While, Mistri- while did he we do were... Mistress Manhattan. Mm, uh, Mistress America. America, yeah. whatever. Mistress Manhattan's. A... While we were young. Yeah. Oh, I uh, hate that movie. I, oh, I don't like it either. I hated it. I hate Bob <laughs> <laughs> All the hipsters out there I are picking I up I liked pitchforks him, to come now, lynch me. I thought I, I thought I liked him, but now I don't know why I thought I liked him. Oh, he's awful. Have you Did seen Francis do... Haw? Yes. I, I like Horrible Fran- piece of I shit. Like Fran- <laughs> I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> I it's, like Francis Haw. It's Hall. really some hipster nonsense. Henry really gets behind is. that. I know, but look, I don't like Bombback that much, really. Did I, he do? I like Francis Haw to a certain extent, but most movies I've seen I don't like. Maybe I just like his name. Bombach. 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 Um, but anyways, <laughs> this uh, this movie is the Merowitz stories. Meyerowitz. Starring Meyerowitz. Adam Sandler, Dustin Hoffman. All the Jews. Um, yeah. All the Jews. But actually, I'm just to see Adam Sandler act again, I'm very excited I'm to see that. thoroughly not. I'm totally, because like Punch Drunk Love, amazing. Yeah. I'd um, be into it. Even funny people. I, I'm, so I'm excited him to see him actually my cousin, doing the work again. My cousin was in, you know, the movie Click? Yeah, oh, brilliant yeah. film. Really? So my cousin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my cousin was in Christopher that movie. Walken's best work ever. <laughs> yeah. Yes, my cousin was in that movie, and she said he was, um, he was like a good, like a nice person, but like really salty about everything. Sandler? Yeah. Salty Sandler. Salty, salty man. <laughs> Sandy. But so I mean I, I think it's about like a dif- dysfunctional family, I, I suppose, and so I mean I think I'll see it for Sandler. Is it another Netflix movie, right? Uh, it is another yeah. Netflix film, yeah. yeah. Dang, so. Sandler. So um Well he's he's obligated he can only put stuff out through Netflix. No way. Yeah. What? Yeah. The drama. He's yeah. only allowed to. He's got a huge con, a contract. What the heck? What a weird thing. What a random well, thing. Well, that's why all these movies it? bomb. Yeah, they yeah. do. They do. They do. They absolutely bomb. Weirdness. Um, I'm trying to think of. I mean, he's put out a bunch of stuff. Bunch of shit. The, the ridiculous six. Oh, it was a horrible. Which was fucking atrociously <laughs> bad. It was so bad. Atrociously. It was bad. one of the worst comedies I've seen in maybe ever of uh, all time. He did that. He, there was. Uh, he's done something else. He did the do over. The do over. That's and then it. the Sandy Wexler. Well, yeah, Sandy Wexler, and then there was the Kevin James film. That was the. the that was, assassin something. Oh. 
assassin. True, true memoirs of an international assassin. Yes, that's it. I've never heard of that. Is that it's, a joke? It's no, no. It's Kevin oh, James. Oh, it's about an assassin. Yeah, I mean it's like a comedy. No, Kevin oh, James plays God. like a postal worker who gets who gets mistaken for an assassin. Oh, sounds great. Yeah. Right. It's garbage. Sad. <laughs> uh, huh. But yeah. Well. Adam Sandler's only able to put films out through Netflix, so if anybody wants to work with him, they have to go through Netflix, which no is why Bombach is having to go through Netflix for this one. So poor Bombach. But I'm just I'm just not excited about it. I don't like Bombach. I don't like his films. I, it's all it's like snarky hipster shit. Yeah. But I love Dustin Hoffman. He does. He does look like he's gonna be good in it. So. I tried to stalk him once and it didn't work. He has an apartment like outside of Central Park. So I just like sat outside of Central Park for a day, like walking back and forth, waiting for him to come out. But he didn't. Oh, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> First Jenner Radcliffe, now this. I didn't and stalk no, Danny uh, Rad. We're Rupert, just Rupert Grint. Was it? I never stalked Rupert oh. Grint. How dare you? You just know about his ice not cream truck. Not him. Just, just his ice cream truck. <laughs> yeah, I just know about his ice cream Speaking truck. Speaking of which. working. Speaking of which, Mr. Mercedes. You talked about it already. Oh. Briefly. Man, creepy. Anyhow, I'll oh, get to that not? later. Yeah, yeah, ice cream truck. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that later. Wow. We talk about stuff we're watching, but, uh, uh. but, um, yeah, I'm not excited about Mayorowitz at all. I mean, I'm, I'll see it for Sandler. Other than that, I, I don't have much I, interest. So. I won't. I always found his comedy <laughs> style right. to be ridiculous. If you ever listen to his old, uh, stand, his old comedy tapes, terrible. There are nothing clever or funny about them at all. They're just crap. I liked him on SNL. I didn't. <laughs> he had a few skits that I thought were kind of funny, but overall I thought, I thought most of his stuff was kind of puerile and just dumb. Mm-hmm. You want clever, go watch Fred Armisen, right? Oh, God. That's like the opposite side of the spectrum, though. Portlandia, I hate that show. Really? Yeah, it's stupid. I like it. I think a lot of it's oh, very, sorry. very funny. I, I, what I've seen about it, I mean, I like for the most part, but... Yeah. Which, well, that's the thing about it is they know that they're sort of snarky hipsters and they poke fun at themselves because they're snarky Exactly. Hipsters. It's too meta. <laughs> it's so meta. Just stop being so annoying and problem solved. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, so those are the trailers. Uh, check them out if you have interest. Um, and oh, so now we did get a few listener questions. That's cool. So the filmbuds podcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us at, and on Facebook and on Twitter. So feel free to send us any messages in any form. Mm-hmm. Like in know, a bottle. In a bottle. <laughs> um, okay. Sorry, it's a great song. It is. Yeah. I love him. I love the police. I love the police. Um, so this is first one's from Sheridan. From Virginia, so hopefully um, not Charlottesville. Oh, true. I'm that's I'm, Gosh, darn I'm, it. I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Not. So hello all. Have enjoyed your episode so far. I wanted to ask you about a recent issue with blockbusters after the deaths of the stuntman on The Walking Dead, and then most recently oh, the, girl from the, the stunt woman on Deadpool Two, along with Tom Cruise's injury on the new Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah. Do you think Hollywood is going too far with the amount of crazy stunts that audiences huh. seem to want? In blockbusters, and do you think it's worth the risk of stunt workers' lives in the oh, long run? Oh, that's Thanks for everything, Sheridan. Good question. Yeah. So yeah, so <laughs> for people who don't know, there was Deadpool two, the the Marvel twentieth century Fox film. There's a, a a woman who was a pro racer actually, 
who was as a, acting as a stunt or working as a stunt woman on the set and was killed in a motorcycle accident uh. a couple of days ago. Um, and then there was a few months ago, there's a guy, a stuntman on The Walking Dead, who I think fell from some structure and was killed. And then Tom Cruise broke his leg. Did, oh, did he break it? Right? Did he break his leg? I don't think he broke it. I don't know. I haven't heard about it. Um, so, yeah, there's a video. Of, you should watch the video. So there's a this uh. video of Tom Cruise jumping from one building to another, and he, he just slammed super hard. Did he yeah. not break his leg? No. Not. Huh. Not, but he, not was, a, he was limping, apparently, but he... It, not impressed in the least. Go watch some of the old Jackie Chan films. Or the new Jackie Chan film. Um, so I mean, trailer for it about oh, 2,000 times. Oh, yeah. Yes. No. Cho no. Chang? Cho Chang dies? If Cho Chang was alive in it, I'd watch it because she's Cho Chang. Mm-hmm. But he looks so sad and sweet he, in yeah. it. Yeah. Tell me where the terrorists are. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't say it like that. What does he say? He's just so little and cute. He's uh-huh. probably like, please well, tell me go, where the terrorists are. Go watch his old films that he did when he was back um, uh-huh. Hong Kong, Taiwan, somewhere. I forget where exactly he was making the films, but... But if you watch the films, because he does all of his own Star Wars. And, and that's what Tom Cruise does, really. Really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Like, you know, the scene in the most recent Mission Impossible, he was actually on the side that's of a right. plane. Well, yeah, but then it never to... actually, I don't think it actually ever took off. Oh, yeah. Did oh, it? oh, yeah. That's, that's, he was really in the air. Huh. And so, I mean, he. I thought they green screened the, <laughs> the takeoff sequence. And all yeah. that. Daniel Radcliffe destroyed his back making the Goblet of Fire when he goes. Oh, I heard about car. that. The drag, the, uh, first challenge he like goes down a roof and because it's you know old and english and magic it's like the serious panels and he just got his whole back mm-hmm. but yeah i mean like ripped top, open no but but the jackie chan stuff it's amazing you should oh watch. yeah yeah oh yeah because yeah. i mean he would break almost every bone in his body multiple times on a single shoot it was mm-hmm. ridiculous really yeah well, like james mcavoy remember i well, told you he broke his arm yeah all the um all the outtake footage that they would put, they, they would play it in the background of the credits for Jackie Chan films. Mm-hmm. And it's just him. Here's Jackie Chan breaking his neck. Here's oh, Jackie God. Chan breaking his collarbone. Here's Jackie Chan breaking his arm. Here's Jackie Chan breaking three ribs. So the answer Sheridan's question is just only hire Jackie Chan for a movie. Pretty much. And the guy's so much scar tissue and rebuilt bones that he's probably impervious to all pain. <laughs> No, I don't know. I mean, that's a tough question. Um, there's always, I think, going to be an interest in this, and obviously, you know, it's it's more interesting to see somebody doing this rather than yeah. CG. It's right. always going to be more more gripping, more lifelike to see a person doing it rather than CG. And part of me thinks, um, if these people are willing to to take these risks in order to make these films, then who am I to, to tell them no? Right. Uh, and there are systems or institutions put in place. So that he, he was actually on the side of the building. Are in, you showing them the, the video one. right now? Really? And yeah. those protocols. In, in Dubai, yeah. And then... Oh, my God. Yeah. So he's 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 the man. Cruz is awesome. Fucking love Cruz. Anyways. Have you seen his new... The trailer for his new movie? Oh, uh, American good. Made? Yeah, that looks good. Oh, that yeah. Looks interesting. I do want to see that. Yeah, yeah that looks yeah, yeah. kind of interesting. It's by I think Tom did... Cruise is a really good actor. He just is a nutcase. But... Yeah, but I love him. Yeah, I th- yeah Rain Man's one of my favorite he's, movies. He's, well, I mean, oh, yeah. I think he's good, and I, I like a lot of the, the The passing Mission Impossible films have actually been quite good. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, for me, it's still his early stuff. Edge yeah, of, me too. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow? Good movie. No. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow actually was pretty good. Yeah, I did. I thought that Jack, was the first good. Jack Reacher. 
The sequel. I thought it was. I thought uh, the Edge of Tomorrow was going to be just like cheesy sci-fi Groundhog Day. Shoot, what was the name of it? Really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With Emily. The Blunt. remake. No, I'm talking about the remake he did with Paul Newman. Color of Money. Yeah, Color of Money. Yeah. The movie's dope. That yeah, that's a spectacular film. Yeah. The Last Samurai. Yes. Oh yeah. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Risky Business. Yeah. Right. Uh, even Cocktail. I kind of like Cocktail. I haven't seen Cocktail. <laughs> it's kind of fun. It's not a great like film it. by any measure, but I actually like Tom Cruise in it. Collateral? He's perfect for that. Collateral is spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Collateral is awesome. Yeah. Um, Why would that? Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, oh, but, um, yeah, so, I mean, I think, I think this year's just really been a bad year for stunt people, obviously, and so it's, I think it's, I think audiences are expecting the stunts to get crazier and crazier, and so, I mean, if you're willing, I mean, I'm sure they're be, being paid a lot of money, but I mean, if you're willing to be a stunt person on Deadpool two, then, I mean, that's fine. That's but it may not be the wisest thing to do. But if you're happy with it, then fine. Um, but I think stunts are becoming crazier and crazier, and so that's re- requiring stunt people to push the limits even more than maybe they thought when they started, you know? Yeah. So, well, they just for better to, or worse. They need to come up, I think, with better ways of ensuring the safety yeah. of the people doing the stunts. I agree. Don't just like, you know, okay, go 120 miles an hour on this motorcycle down here. Well, how can we, how can we think about this? How can we restructure mm-hmm. it in order to make it maximally safe for yeah. and some you're... people? Which I'm sure, I'm sure there are people who do this, but... Right work even harder at yeah well, also you think if it's like really good filmmaking like direction they can make it look the way they want it to look without yeah without it that, yeah crazy exactly. yeah but, so. but yeah, like the the scene in going back to tom cruise briefly the scene in the most recent mission possible that motorcycle chase you know mm-hmm. m- m- tom cruise was like actually on doing those really yeah apparently tom That's cruise awesome. is a jokester Fun. oh he's a he's a goof <laughs> <laughs> He's a, He's a you should turn Simon Pegg's like heat seater on all the way and stuff like oh, that. What? Like, what a jokester. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't sound funny when I say it. What a jokester. So he was trying to like set Simon Pegg on fire? I don't know. Ass, set Simon Pegg's ass on fire. I don't know. Yeah. What a good guy. I know. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think I'm worried that more of these events are going to happen, like with the Deadpool 2 and Walking Dead, and so it's really unfortunate that it's happened, but I doubt Hollywood's going to stop anytime yes, soon. Yes, same. But yeah. I mean, as long as they keep on paying these people a ton of money, I doubt they're going to say, nope, I'm, I'm well, that's not going to do is, that. I mean, if these people know the risk and if there is, you know, if they're willing to take that risk, I'm, who are we to tell them no? But again, I mean... Should they have to be put into this in the first place, I guess, yeah. is the mm-hmm. big question. Given the option. Yeah. But, I mean, can't we... Isn't there anything that we could do in order to scale back it, some yeah. of these action it sequences? Kinda... Or at least make the action sequences... Structure them in a more safe sort of way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, the, the question is, who, who's responsible for that? Is it the writers? Is it the director? Is it the the, the stunt technicians? Mm-hmm. Who who does? 
who does all this. But I, I mean, the bottom line is, I guess for right now, it's it's steady the course. It could just be a, a perfect storm of a bunch of bad stuff all happening at once. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a, a star breaking their leg. I mean, that's nothing new. People have been breaking legs. People have breaking their legs for forever. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> oh, geez, who is it? I was just talking to somebody recently about how so many of these stars, be with with the muscle gain and the weight gain and the weight loss mm-hmm. and everything that they put their bodies through, um, a lot of them end up giving themselves sort of chronic uh, or long-term yeah. ailments. That's what Tom Hardy was saying. He said recently that he he'll never put his body through what he did for Bane because his body just does not feel the same afterwards. Because he put on like forty or fifty pounds for Bane, and so it's, yeah, yeah, he put on a ton of muscle for that. Yeah, like there are there are weightlifters out there who are still trying to get the back that he had. For, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Go on YouTube and look at it. And they're all like, do this exercise if you <laughs> want to look like Tom How do you find that on Hardy. YouTube? It's everywhere. Oh. Before I screwed up my back, I was trying to do more powerlifting stuff, and I screwed up my back, so not 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 anymore. But um. Yeah, there's a bunch of videos about how to get Tom Hardy's laughs from Batman. <laughs> um, but you could do one for how to get Tom Hardy's voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think as long as there's a demand, an audience demand for it, it's going to continue to happen. And the main thing is just so long as these stars understand the risks that they're taking and. So long as there's something in place to make sure that, you know, they're taken care of or their family's taken care of should something like this happen. Um, I mean, it sounds sort of barbaric, but uh, it's, you know, people have been suffering for their... professional athletics. Yeah. I mean, people have been suffering for their art for centuries. Uh, Yeah. And... If, if people are going to continue to want to make this and people are going to continue to want to watch these films, then... It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. And the best thing to do about it is to try to minimize that the risk and make sure that, that, that these people are taken care of should anything actually happen. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. All right. Shared and really brought yeah. the room down. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna kill it. Um, so harsh my buzz, man. Yeah. Oh, this and Zoe, you're right. So it is a girl who wrote about this other one, um, which I mean, it's, it's not surprising. Um, so, anyways, this is Zoe in New Jersey. Thank New you, Joyzy. Um, <laughs> Jersey strong. Nailed it. Um, greetings. I've recently read an article concerning the best films about female obsession. Um, with films like The Neon Demon, Heavenly Creatures, and the new film Ingrid Goes West being on the list. So what are your favorite films about that subject or just surrounding female character studies? Neon Demon would definitely be one of my favorites, but I also really like Black Swan, Changeling, Carol, and then... Changeling? Tom. Yeah. Yeah, Angelina Which, Jolie. What female obsessions in Changeling? Well, she's obsessed with finding, finding her, her child. Finding her child, you know. Yeah. Oh. You <laughs> <laughs> got the honest face. I thought it was like... I thought like being obsessed with. A... I mean, it, it, um, we can be. It can just be a, like a obsession huh? about a character study about a female being obsessed, or it can right. be literal. Right. Or I guess we can talk about literal female. Mind all about yeah. Eve. Oh, that's a good one. Huh? What all about that? Eve. All about Eve. Yeah. Whatever happened I'm to Baby familiar. Jane was also on this uh, one. That's yeah, definitely yeah. one. Oh yeah, good lord. Did you see um? 
that show about what happened at the making of what happened to Bet and um, obviously oh, uh, Betty and um, Betty and Joan. Joan yeah. I've seen a few episodes. I that heard that that's funky. quite good. It's good. It's yeah. Well, for me, another fucking gonna... show I gotta watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> um, this is gonna sound creepy given his history, but I mean, Roman, a lot of Roman Polanski films are great in terms of their look mm-hmm. at female obsession. Woody uh, Allen, too. Weirdly. Woody, that's, Weirdly, that's, right? that's what was just coming into my mind, too, <laughs> actually, is uh, my fiance always talks about how, how Woody, how good Woody Allen is at writing characters, and or uh, female characters, <clears> pardon, <throat> um, which, again, is weird, but she, she thinks he's one of the best writers for female characters in, in film today. Hmm. Um... But no, I mean, uh, Roman Polanski, I was just thinking, because of Repulsion, which, man, that is a freaky film. Everybody should go watch that. That's that's where a lot of sort of modern horror comes from, I think. Um, I haven't seen A Knife in the Water. I never heard of A Knife Not in the neither. Water. Oh, <laughs> it's supposed to be spectacular. It's like murder thriller thingy on a sailboat. Sounds Sounds wacky, right? Uh, but it's supposed to be. What about male obsession? Talented Mr. Ripley. Well, the other What's thing the I was difference? thinking about. Oh, that's a good one. What's the difference? Well, She's the other obsession. thing I was thinking about is Rosemary's mm-hmm. Baby. Oh yeah, that's Blanky. one. Yeah. Um, uh, but um. Uh, but I, I know I had male obsession. That's a tough one. Yeah, there aren't many like that out mm-hmm. there. Because mostly male obsession stuff comes across as like oh, I'm a creepy stalker guy. Exactly, but it's fine if it's prisoners. Oh, okay. Prisoners. Okay. Male yeah. obsession, the Hugh Jackman sure. character in terms of getting his child back, right? Awesome. That's I mean, why the well, change things really confused me. I thought it meant like in that vein, women obsessed with other well, women and stuff like that. We're changing it up. Oh, yeah. fine. We're expanding the. I mean, if you want to thing. take it in that direction, there's also the whole Taken series. That's male obsession. They're not. They're not spectacular films. But it's but not. Is uh, blue? Uh, blue is the warmest color. Female obsession. Yeah. Well, I don't know. No. I mean, I don't think that's Did you read obsession. the article? Hmm? Did you read the article? Yeah. I think it was saying, like, in a non... I don't think that's what it oh, means. Oh, 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 I know. Um, but I'm just in terms of, like, could that be? Because she is, like, and an completely enamored with this person. Yeah. I maybe, guess... Maybe not. Sense, I mean, maybe... I don't know. I mean, it's... The relationship between the two of them was so peculiar. Um... Sometimes it seemed very sort of mature. Other times it didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it was. It's been a, a few years since I've seen it. Maybe it was obsession. Mm. But and Black Swan was definitely one for me. Black Swan. And then Neon Demon. I would say Black Swan makes sense. Yeah. But male male obsession is interesting. I, like talent to Mr. Ripley. That stuff. Yeah. Like, for yeah. Sure. I that's didn't even think about that because that's that's particularly interesting because it's not like creepy psychosexual. Well, that's what I think. That's what the list was about. Like, it's not. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's the question. That is, what what do you? How is obsession being defined? What are the parameters of obsession in this? Or is it just obsession with anything, or is it like <laughs> particular types of obsession, like? Particularly like sexual or romantic obsession. I think the opposite. Like the opposite. Platonic obsession. Platonic obsession. Hmm. Yeah, it might be all about Eve. That's a good one. I'd like to rewatch that. It's been a while. Um, but yeah. So, uh, anyways, I did put the. It's from IndieWire. I did put the 
article in the show notes. Um, and so you can, if you're curious, it's six, I think it's six great films about female obsession, I think is the title, but it's, it's in the, the link is in the show notes, so feel free to click on it and give it a look. It's, what films does it mention in that article? Um, well, she said it was, it was Neon Demon, Heavenly Creatures. Oh, Ingrid. Heavenly Creatures. Yeah. Oh, that's a brilliant film. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's up there. Yeah. That is such a good film. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Jackson, you ever seen it? <laughs> no, uh, only, only bits. Oh, really? So good. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It it's, is quite good. It's really good. 12 uh, stars from Brayden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. No, it's, it's a really spectacular film. It really, really is. I mean, it's better than anything else Peter Jackson's ever done. Whoa. Oh, no, that's not better than Lord no. of the Rings. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Okay. <laughs> I like Lord of the Rings. I'm a big fanboy. I'll admit that. I read all the kid, all the books when I was a teenager. I love, I love the, I love the films, but Heavenly Creatures, ooh, spooky, creepy, spooky, weird. creepy, spooky, uh, creepy, weird. From Brayden, spooky, creepy. <laughs> and uh, it's even better than Dead Alive. You ever seen Dead Alive? No. <laughs> Goriest film ever made. Oh. It's it's hilarious. I'll check it out. I know. So it's my favorite strange, movie. Right? No, no, I think I've heard of it. But have you you've seen Dead Alive, Chloe? No. 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 Oh, like it's great. So there's some not. great, great lines and the great lines in the film. One of the best lines film from films ever. Your mom ate my dog. It's <laughs> 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 kind of funny. Classic Seriously, line. yeah. Only from the twisted mind of Peter Jackson. Yeah. Only yeah. from the twisted mind of Peter Jackson. Huh. Um. All right, well, I guess that's oh, that's all about that question. Um, I guess I could talk about Sundance, but I don't know. I keep on... No, you have to save it. For what? One of those little shows. Oh. Special show. We'll get, like, one Maybe. download for that one. <laughs> yeah, that'll be my dad. Here's your dollar. Yeah. He'll be um, Gear Bear. Her father donated, by the way. Of course really? he did. Yeah, ten bucks. Wow. <laughs> ten going places. <laughs> ten clams, man. Ten clams. <laughs> I don't know. My dad's the coolest. More like three clams or something. Three clams. Three clams. (laughs) My dad's met way more famous people than I did. I ever have. Your family's crazy. I'm trying to think of who. Crazy. Was it Robert Redford almost tried to punch him in the face? I think it was. Redford tried to punch your dad in the face? Yeah, at an airport. That's awesome. (laughs) By accident. It was like a reflex. What, what was your dad doing? I can't remember. I'll go back to you. Okay. Yeah, t- tell us the next show. He also got confused for um, Mick Jagger a bunch. And it started, oh, he does look... It's, well, that's... Yeah, it started rumors about they thought Mick Jagger was with... Like, was cheating on his new wife. And he also... Because he was with my... My dad was with my mom. And it was pretty dramatic. Your dad looks like Mick Jagger? A oh, he bit. used to look just... He used to look just like him. And they lived in England and everything. And, um... One time, McDragon's wife thought that my dad was McDragon from behind, and anyway, and she thought he was funny. <laughs> anyway, or from across the street, whatever. Strange. Yeah, my mom. I can't believe I never mentioned this. My mom got cast as the original lead in um, Woody Allen movie. Was it Moonlight Daydreams or some stupid Mo- like that? That one. Magic in the Moonlight. No. Midnight in Paris. No. What? No, it was like an old one. Oh. It was when she was young. 
I'm trying. That's awesome. I think it was Julia. Your family is awesome. She got the actual. (laughs) Yeah, but she didn't take it. She left to be with my dad in England instead. I know. Yeah. Face bomb. Yeah. Yeah. You know the movie Bull Durham? Yeah. They're my, you know, my mom, my dad like do glass work. Their glass is in that movie. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> should have, should have not, should have started with that one. That's the least exciting one. Yeah, it's all downhill from my dad looks like Mick Jagger. He's yeah. Mick he did. They used to get really good seats in restaurants and stuff. Anyway. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, I guess that's about it for all the news and all and all that jazz. Um, so I guess we can just. Y'all have any other news pieces that you want to, or anything that happened, this past week? Nope. Chloe. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, all right. So. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we can just move on to our picks of the week. Um, what have and y'all I been, always forget about this part. What have y'all been watching? I uh, I saw the first, I finally saw the first episode of Mr. Mercedes that came out. Mm-hmm. Man, is it good! Mm. Brendan Gleeson is love all the Gleesons. He's awesome. Brendan Gleeson's. Where'd well, you give me that look? Speaking Dom, of which, Domino. I love Domino. His name's Domino. That's Domino. It's Don. It's pronounced Donal. Domino. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's an M H N. It's pronounced Domino. It's fine. But, um. Donald Gleason? He's gonna be an American made with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know it. But, uh. You know his little dance he does? Yes. Brendan Gleason <laughs> is just amazing. Uh, Harry Treadaway is just super, super, super creepy. I really liked him as Frankenstein in, uh. Penny, Penny Dreadful. Dreadful. Yeah, and he's really good as the creepy guy, uh, Mr. Mercedes in. Mr. Mercedes. Mr. Mercedes. That's the titular character. Yeah. Um, the titular Mercedes. <laughs> and it's just, it's just, it's just creepy mindfuck type stuff, which Yay. is really spectacular. I mean, Stephen King, you know, he's known for his his, his fantasy horror stuff, and you know, he just had uh, Dark Tower come out, and he's there's it coming out, uh, but. For my money, um, I mean, it's it's the stuff that he's done, like uh, Mr. Mercedes, that's really spectacular. And again, because it's it's a major character study <clears throat> of um, Brendan Gleeson facing off against Mr. Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Great show. Everybody should go watch it. I also have been watching uh, season seven, the final season of Game of Thrones, which uh, I stopped watching it for a while, but I gotta admit, season six, I watched an episode, it got me hooked back in, and I'm mm-hmm. watching that again, and so far, I think it's been pretty good. So, been watching that. Those are the two oh, things, Mr. Mercedes, and, yeah. I'm about a season behind. I, uh, I don't know. Oh, my I love the starting books. to drag. I'm oh, my God. Still waiting for number six to come out by Martin. Still pissed about the fact that he's oh, yeah. got a book every, like, eight years. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that's about. <laughs> you know, come yeah. on, George. Come yeah. on. Come he's on. Gonna, he's gonna he's gonna do a Robert Jordan on us and oh, pop gosh. off before that's he actually awful. finishes the series. Right. But um but uh if you don't try to approach the T V shows, the books, then you're fine. I'll just put it that way. So anybody who comes in, it's not the TV show, it's not the books. No, it's not the books. (laughs) 
It's already past no, the books. It's not the, no, it's not the books, you dummy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, it's a lot of, it's fun to watch. And I'm really looking forward to the next episode. Jon Snow and a bunch of guys go past the wall. I'm too behind, I'm too behind, I'm too oh, behind, I'm too behind. Okay. Well. I take it very seriously. Okay. Well, Catch up then. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for my friends. Ah. Why? Screw them. Yeah, I know. If they're making you wait for Game of Thrones, you're not your true friends. Yeah. I'm too busy playing with lemurs. Oh. That's what she's doing instead. Lame? I know. <laughs> lemurs and lawyers. Anyway. Sometimes lawyers are both lame. That sounds they like both a, have internships. One's like with lemurs and the other's with lawyers. That sounds like a board game. Lemurs, lemurs and lawyers. Shoots <laughs> and ladders? Yeah. Yeah. Just hungry, hungry lemur lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Eli Roth version. Yeah. What's your what are your Oh, opinion? um so I um watched a Hayao Miyazaki movie, one of the few I haven't seen yet, Porco Rosso. Oh I love the Porco Rosso. Oh my Rosso. god. I went to <laughs> I went to school <laughs> I was really good go. I was good friends with this. Six <laughs> degrees of separation with Chloe. <laughs> Story time. I was with this okay. I had this like friend of me named Merrick Castillo. And it's, yeah, and he was obsessed with Porco Rosso for God knows why. And, <laughs> and he used to, he used to draw on to all of, he only wore Banana Republic clothes. Oh, Literally, great. yeah. And on in, on the inside of every shirt he had, he drew the little Porco Rosso. You all right, Bree? <laughs> Spill some water. Uh, I'll go get some paper towels. Uh, how much is there? Not a lot. <laughs> oh, you're fine. A little bit. Though. You're all right. Anyway, right. Yeah, um, Porco Rosso. Um, yeah, so I, this, I enjoyed it. I, uh, it's again really showcases Miyazaki's love of uh, aviation, you know, and because he and I, my father was a pilot, and so I've always liked that about Miyazaki's movies. But it's just very simple, and it's feels very timeless, and it's just really a fun movie. Yeah, and it's it's it's. I still think it's one of his lesser movies, just in terms of impact. But it's still very touching at times and endearing. And well, it wasn't like Mononoke. It wasn't like this. The the wind also rises. It wasn't oh, sort of like yeah. an ulterior. It was just. It was one of his early sort of straight up fantasy childhood fairy tale films. Mm-hmm. And it's just so beautiful to watch. And what yeah. is it? The the pilot Porco Rosso himself, the Crimson Pig or the Red Pig. Mm-hmm. And, was, and it's voiced by Michael Keaton. Oh, I see. I saw it Clayton. in the original. Yeah, it's yeah. Original Japanese. Yeah, I watched the English dubbing, which are actually all pretty good on the Miyazaki movies. Yeah, well, Keaton is his quite stuff good. has been picked up by Disney, so they actually get big people. I remember Minnie Driver did one of the voices, I think, in uh, Mononoke. I love yeah. Minnie Driver. Yeah, so gross point play. Yeah. Hmm? Gross Point Blake. What? <laughs> she was in Gross Point oh. Blake with John oh. Cusack. <laughs> it's a great film. And she's good in it. And I enjoy the film. <laughs> yeah, this is a film podcast, yeah. right? I'm in the right place, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's... There are these... Because di- it's in, it takes place in the Mediterranean and it's... They're these uh, sea pirates, but since he Miyazaki loves animation, they're use planes instead of ships, and so it's just all these very creative little pieces of the movie that feel very inspired and are. It's just yeah, it's a really enjoyable movie. So 
Um, I think, and that's on Blu-ray and DVD. I'm sure it's on some type of streaming service. And I also just just rewatched Alien Covenant on 4K that just came out, and it's great. Love yeah. it. Not as good as Prometheus, but still very good. So, Chloe? Um, she's not watching anything because she's waiting for her friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still watching Father Brown. Loki. No, uh, I just talked about Hunt for the Wilder People. The movie's oh, true. dope. Just oh, watch did that. Did you see that? It's on Amp- no, I saw it in theaters. It's just my dad was just on a plane with the kid, so oh. it brought it all back. Okay. It's a good movie. Yeah. It is touching. touching. Yeah, I'll definitely try and watch it at some point. I might be on Amazon, so I might give that one a look-see. Yeah. <laughs> huh. All right. Uh, well, I think I got a message of some kind. I just heard a, a beep. <laughs> <laughs> so The machine that goes... Yeah, and so I guess, all right, well, I guess that's about it for what we got today. That's the show, pretty much. Um, Hope you all enjoyed it, Um, and uh, next week, I guess, I mean, definitely we're going to do Logan Lucky, and then there's also that new Netflix movie with New Mirror Paz coming out. What happened to Monday? Oh, That's coming out this Friday. You want to? Right. I haven't. What is that one? Again? It's that it's so stupid. It's, it's Orphan Black, but a bad it, movie. It does look. It does look kind of dumb, but I'll watch it for a new me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a. She plays seven different women. One for each oh. day of the week, and yeah. they're all siblings, but you're only allowed to have one kid, so they all have to share an identity, right. and they each have one okay. day of the week they can go outside. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It looks brilliant. By the guy who did. Oh. Dog opened the door. <laughs> All right, well, that was strange. Sorry, my dog came in, thought the door was shut, <laughs> but she's right here with us. So, hello, Bindi. So, hi. <laughs> um, so, well, yeah, that was odd. How, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, that's strange. I thought I closed it, perhaps I didn't shut it well enough. Yeah, well, she's here. She's here now. My so sister's hear... cat used the toilet, so. Um, sorry, well, if you hear bangs or anything, that's my dog. Hi, hi. Um, so, uh, I guess we'll definitely do Logan Lucky and then maybe that other one, but um, and then we'll keep you updated about the um, the Steven Soderbergh show, the monthly show. Oh, oh all right, careful there, Bindi. Um, and um, careful, don't hurt yourself. And uh, we should do a retro review of Lemonade by Beyonce. Oh God. Yes. That's not even a movie, really. Yes, it is. It's a, it's a fifty-minute film. It's a short it's a film. Short film. We short well, films like are a garbage. Visual montage thingy or something. It's not like an actual film. I want to do is it? Lemonade. We should have a Beyonce one. Dreamgirls. That. Uh, Austin Powers. That movie with oh, yeah, Idris Elba, right? That scary movie. Whatever. Yep. Well. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So definitely uh, Logan Lucky for next week, and we'll keep you updated about updated. About everything else. But probably Lemonade. Uh, pretty much we're, we're going to be doing Lemonade. Uh, <laughs> only, only you, only, I'm going to be doing Lemonade. Only if we can do a, a discussion of, of the uh, tightest lemonading and unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, sounds perfect. Sure. Oh, oh can I say, <laughs> September 1st, Green Day concert. First show, haven't been to one before. It is going to be the best Actually, thing of all. 
totally. I don't like Green Day, but the band opening for them is my second favorite band of all time. Best, they're the best thing ever. And so going to the first show, September first, could not be more excited. Catfish in the Bottle, man, it's my fave. They're my fave peeps. Ewan McGregor was in one of their music videos directed by Ewan McGregor's daughter. That's okay. interesting. Huh. Good to know. I don't know. He's talking about Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> well. All stuff I don't listen to. Yeah. That's a shame, Brayden. I feel like Brayden listens to, like, whale music. <laughs> <laughs> whale sounds? <laughs> whale sounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can see him getting in his car. <laughs> that's, that's me cruising around. In his car, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Got my top rolled down. Or maybe, or maybe down. like the stereo crank. The rainforest. <laughs> Songs <laughs> of the ocean. Exactly. You pull up in your car to like a stoplight, windows down, and it's just ocean waves. <laughs> be amazing. I might have to I don't do know that. Where you got that idea? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so <laughs> uh, totally opposite of. Brain, what type of music do you listen to, by the way? Metal. Nice. Really? Yeah. What what type of metal? Who are we talking about? <sighs> it's a lot of stuff that probably people haven't heard of. Uh, Yob out of Oregon, Thou out of one of Charlie's favorite bands out of uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, trying to think of who else I listen to. Baroness out of uh, Savannah, Georgia. Um, Cradle of Filth. No. <laughs> Although I kind of want to listen because they keep referring to them on the, on the IT, IT crowd. crowd. That's the yeah. only reason I know who they are. Listen to the cradle of filth that changed my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, not them. Gojira from France. Um, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. But, you know, mostly sort of, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, Pelican, I like Russian Circle. They're sort of post rock or post metal. I don't know what you call it exactly. Post metal. Post metal. <laughs> Contemporary metal. Yeah. But um, no, it's a lot of. Um, I hate to use the term indie, but sort of indie metal, quote unquote. You name. like that underground stuff? Yeah. I'm excited for you, Henry. Thank you. Will you? No. Yeah. Oh, Where, am I they playing? Raleigh. Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're coming. I got takes in order to see, like I said, the opening band. Catfish in a Bottle. Men. Men. Yes. That's a very peculiar title for a band. It's because there was a man in their neighborhood growing up who was called Catfish the Bottle Man because he hit bottles to make music. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like different. Spoon Man. Yeah, like. Spoon Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chris. We will miss you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with all that said, now you know what type of music we like. Uh, and all right. Well, we'll see you next week. I'm the